Jeff Bezos is about to buy the world sun, domination. Wow. Jeff Bezos is about to bro. I, oh my god. Him, him, the Disney CEO. Oh, that's about to be a crazy it's ownership about to coup. Be nuts, bro. I ain't gonna what, lie. What? Whoever's doing this deal for him, I think he thinks he's actually buying the sun and Mercury. No. <laughs> I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold-blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins. I talk like a champion, like a champion. I'm so cold-blooded. I'm so cold-blooded. What's up, everybody? This is episode 152 of the Saratobi Sports Podcast, coming to you live from beautiful Baldwin, New York, here at Regrown Recording Studios, bringing you in, as always, your lovable host, just stuck in traffic, just on his damn phone, just in transition, but most importantly, just a friend, JT, what is up, everybody? And to my right, a man that needs some introduction. The Guyanese god himself, Dijon Mustard, Celine Dijon. John Mooch, everybody. How doing? How you doing? Make sure you protect yourself from the real threat that is shingles. Um, <laughs> you know, look into Shingrex if, if you're like me and had chicken pox as a kid. But uh, it, it's a real threat, man. Fuck hearing you. about all these people. Fuck you. Listen, I told you I was at my job and heard about someone who was dealing with the case of shingles. That's why he wasn't in the gym, you know? It's a, it's a real thing. It is a real thing. Everyone, indeed. no one thinks. N- listen, no one thinks it's going to happen to them yep. until it happens to them. That's man. true. That's Fucking true. Fucking shingles. Get checked. JT uh, the carpenter. If you want to know the shingle story, Miles y'all got to subscribe. Y'all got to subscribe to the Patreon for that one, y'all. For and real, as real. you hear to my far right, a man that needs no introduction. He walks with the cane, not because he has to, but because he needs to. The Deacon of Demon Time himself, Mister Worldwide West. And everywhere I go, I'm leaving a worldwide mess. Next week, I'll be in Dallas. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? Very Shout nice. out to Ruben. Oh Shout yeah. Oh yeah. You should go meet up with Ruben. Oh, yeah. I definitely should go. Oh, I. Sh- oh, yeah. damn. What the, the fuck? Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna yeah. say I saw he was at a Rangers game earlier. Yeah. Uh, nah, I'm gonna de- nah, I'm gonna definitely link with Ruben when I'm down there. Now, damn, I gotta hit him up. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, Ruben, I'm gonna let him listening. Just wanna say we love you. Yeah. Um, I'm indifferent, you... but it's okay. He's gonna. I know. I know for a fact. I yeah. know for a fact. He's gonna hear the episode. And he's gonna tweet at me. Fuck you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you and the family doing well. Thanks. Um, he's gonna hit me on Twitter now. He's gonna be like, "Bro, you gonna be in Dallas?" <laughs> um, is are we gonna have to like? We gotta have a, a JT nickname 2.0. Now that you know, man's is full time. He's officially Mr. NBC Sports. Mm. You know that. Bring nah, up, I just like, I like. Sports? I like keeping things consistent. I like the just in. We just keep it. We just keep right. it. You know, ten and two. Right. Ten and two. Uh, and to my, I think f- that should have. So no one ever drives like that. Like what? Ten, ten and, two? and two. That's a lie. No, people do. Who the fuck drives like that? A lot of. All right. So here, me and my, I've, I've, I've had this conversation with my mom before, right? Of course you have. And I've <laughs> said, <Right>. yo, know, <laughs> like, anybody that drives ten and two, which people, a lot of people do, anybody that drives ten and two, I'm more worried about them on the road than somebody that's driving with one hand or no hands. I drove you know why? ten because, and two just to see what it felt like. Because I was like, ain't nobody driving yeah, like this. 10 and 2 makes me think you're not confident in your abilities to drive this car and you're sticking with the basics. Yeah. Uh, usually it's old people or a certain demographic that I'm not going to say because I'm going to get in trouble. That They'll drive a lot of um, <laughs> 04 Nissan Altimus Yo. <laughs> with a crack front bumper. There are a lot of my son is my kings. Uh, and to my far, far right, so far right, he's in the other room. Uh, the Saratobi sound man himself, the voice from 
Beyond the Great Beyond, Greg Postovich. May Matt Barber, everybody. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> How you feeling, Matty? I, I got shingles. <laughs> <laughs> you need that Shingrex? I'm, John, Shingrex. you got to stop saying Shingrex. We don't even have the, the, the contract yet. You're just giving a free advertising right now. <laughs> that was I just my first time saying Shingrex. That was the need... second time because you said it during your own opening. No, I didn't. I just talked about shingles. They you shingrex said, no, you three said times shingrex. fast. Shingrex. Hmm? Sure. Sound it out, baby. Take your time. Sarah Say it one Sporting. time fast. <laughs> Y'all are unbelievable. Oh my goodness! Wow, Say this it one is time a, fast is joke. This is a this is a crazy uh, Matt show. Matt called illiterate. Hey man, look, look. Some of us are good at sports. Some of us are good at reading. I can't do both. Damn. Anyway, uh, bringing I don't us. Oh dog. What might be better at reading? Yikes. Mm. Don't tell NBC that. Mm. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, this is also funny because I'm wearing my CBS shirt, too. Um, <laughs> we have to blur it out. You got, you got to rip the, that part off. Just, like, grab it and rip the patch off. No, I'm going to do, what, what, I'm gonna do what Browns fans do for every quarterback they have. And just add tape? Just add tape. <laughs> just add tape. Mm. But we're going to get to the footballs in a second. But first off, a man that should be playing football, should be playing tight end for the New York Jets. <laughs> uh, Mr. A. a. Ron Judge Sign is out here end. about to make history probably by the time you're hearing this pod he's probably already done it so hopefully he has if not it is what it is but man's at this point right now on this is wednesday is at 60 home runs uh he has he tied the babe Mm -hmm. at 60 and he needs one more to get to 61 which would be that would be tied for the most uh home runs in al right in american American league history yeah so uh yeah the actual record is how much in a the actual 60. record is seventy. The actual record is seventy three by bonds. By bonds, yeah. that's never going to get broken. The AL record is sixty one oh, by Roger Maris. Yes. So theoretically, he just from today he would just need to hit two more runs and then get two more home runs in the AL. Yeah, he I, has a he has the clean record. I think he I think he's getting sixty four. Sixty four. That's the number. I, I think he might stop at like sixty four, sixty five. Yeah. I feel good about. It 64. just depends because my whole thing is Aaron Judge. He always hits home runs in bunches. Yeah, and he's been hot. Yeah, it has been, been like no. This is this is unprecedentedly yeah, high on darkness. Like a month ago, he was batting two ninety four. He's batting three seventeen now. You know how hard it is to increase your batting average today. Well, all yeah, right, he's so, like he went like two for like, two, two for four. So if two for four. So if he went two for four, so he's like three. So he's at like three eighteen. You know how hard it is to increase your batting average by that much from August to September. Yeah, bro. Like you gotta be, and it feels like every night two for three, three for four, mm-hmm. w- like one for three, two walks, like getting on base on a ridiculously percentage. And he percentage. Is leading in like every major, off- like every offensive category. It feels yeah. like. Yeah. Um, he's either leading or tied and everything, and mm-hmm. my son's just out here hoping. Yeah. Um, if we gotta pay that man. And I feel I'm I'm be sad, bro. I I just don't I don't feel I don't know about you guys. I only feel that we're gonna like sign him if we win. Like I feel like a World Series. Yeah, or at the very least, make Mm, it to the World Series. I don't know because I really feel like just because he it's not like he didn't get offered good deals. Yeah. He got offered great deals. Mm -hmm. He just wants that big ass contract. Yeah. And pushing thirty, it's not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I he's see, not going to get a ten-year contract pushing well, thirty. Maybe not for unless, the Yankees, but unless we win. No, no, I'm saying, but here, unless we win, do you think him if he has a? All right, so he if let's say he breaks the record, 
All right, uh, but he has a poor postseason. Yeah. And we do fucking think lose that, in the first uh, or second round. Do you think that round? makes any difference in bro, the negotiations? we owe yes. the nigga money. We owe the nigga money, bro. Like, at this point, like, we've we've been getting by with paying this we nigga. We owe the entire we've... 161st Street right yes, now. Yes, like, <laughs> at, this, at this point, from the past, like, and, you know, I know that he got an injury history, too, but at least in 2017 to now, he's played way better than what he's been getting paid. And I get that. Yeah. And I agree with you. Yeah. And, and I think we should sign him and give him what he wants. Yeah. But we saw in the Jeter doc, Cashman will sit there and be like, yeah, no, I wish you could have signed Juan Soto instead. He's like five years younger than you and probably had just around the same amount of potential and is more athletic. Yeah, I ain't going to lie, though. Aaron Judge is the, be- is, the, is the best offensive player in baseball right now. At this I get point, it. At this but point, Aaron the- Judge also probably wants a 10-year deal. But we also but we also got to say we can't compare Derek Jeter and Aaron Judge. Derek Jeter, I love Jeter. I love Jeter. He's one of the— he's Probably, arguably, the greatest Yankee of all time. The, outside of, like, Babe Ruth and a couple others, right? Mm, or Mickey Mantle. Or Mickey Mantle. Cool, whatever. However you want to spin it. The nigga won five championships. Yo, he, Derek Jeter's never had a season like Aaron Judge has right I now. I get it. Like, not even close. Like, not even close. I understand. But the reason why I bring it up is because we know how Cashman is. But what's Cash, what do you think Cashman's going to say? At this point, at this point, yeah. Like, Cashman's going to sit here and be like... What are we going to do paying you this money for you to be 40 fucking years old and, and not playing and, for us? And, and Brian Cash was saying that exact same thing when it came down to, yeah, but we're winning. We're, that's Derek Jeter's argument. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of him not winning, you can't, you like, you you can't. This is a player that's he, you're going to have to break the market for. Judge is going to break the market, and then Otani's going to shatter it. I Listen. I agree. I'm, I'm just you. preparing myself We're gonna to potentially him, lose him. I'm not if we don't win. I don't think we. I don't think we're losing him regardless. And I, I felt good about that until halfway through the season. He was all like around the trade deadline. He was like, "Don't be mad, y'all. Don't be mad." Well, listen. And again, I think he deserves the money. But even for me, you want to give a 30 year old a 10 year deal? Yeah. Unless you front load the fuck out of it. We owe we owe the nigga bread, bro. We, I get it. We owe it. We owe the nigga bread. He didn't want like a six year deal. He don't want that. Listen. He don't want that. You can pay him the same amount of money over six years, he'll say no. Hey man, listen. I feel like if the average if the average angle is there, if but year year to year right now, who's making who's making the most year by year? I guess what? Mike Trout? Do you have a laptop? I do uh, nigga, but I'm talking. Okay, fine. Niggas want me to, to Yo, Google shit. You and want you, him to look up both? stuff while he's high? I think. Yeah, <laughs> All right, anyways. Highest player plays. I should take the laptop. The high, <laughs> him looking up the so highest paid player while being the highest person in the room is crazy. I'm not going to lie. Fair enough. No, it's my it's my Trout. Yeah, so my Trout is average angle-wise, it's my Trout. That's that's the highest paid player in the league. And that's like not more than $40 million. Judge is probably going to get like, if they Didn't they the offer him 50 uh, I mean, if they do, I wouldn't be mad at it. No, I thought they did offer him fifty. And he 50, turned it down. Fifty A? Well, no, nah, it wasn't that much. It was like uh, for, it was like forty something. I think it was like forty one or forty two, because it was like two thirteen for seven years. Whatever that, whatever the math is on that. Justin, you're the genius here. So. It is very interesting though that both New York teams face a conundrum in terms of paying because mm-hmm. the Mets also have to figure out what they're going to do with Degrom and if they're going to make Degrom a forty million plus a year pitcher. Mm-hmm given his whole injury history as well. Mm-hmm. And the Mets are also players, or should yeah. be players, in the Aaron Judge sweepstakes this offseason. So, bro, if they pull that shit off, bro. I don't think, they're not going to get both. But, like, yep. if you're the Mets, who would you rather have, give that money to? Would you rather mm-hmm. give it to DeGrom, who, like, both guys at their peaks could are the best players in baseball. Yeah. But do you trust Aaron Judge at 30 for however many years, or do you trust DeGrom 
at his age, but with all these injury histories. All right, so two things. One, to answer my own question. So the highest position player average per year is Mike Trout, $35 million a year. Yes. If the Yankees are offering him 45 to $50 million a year, he's going to stay a Yankee. There's yes. no there's no way. And in terms of Jacob deGrom, Scherzer's making 43 annual. DeGrom is going to want more than that. I'm yeah, telling you this. I'm saying, if you're the Mets and you have an opportunity to get Aaron Judge, potentially win yeah. right away. Mm-hmm. And you already have Scherzer under contract. Yeah. But I mean, but Scherzer. That championship means but, a, but you figure, right, a lot. But you figure, right? Scherzer and DeGrom under contract. You st- you have Lindor. And look, at, they have a good lineup. Yeah. That's a good yeah. team. More, no, more than good. And, really a, and, a, good. And, a, and a great manager. Yes. Right? So ideally, it's like, all right, would you rather the phenomenal position player or the phenomenal pitcher? Mm-hmm. And, and what, the what, what matters? They still don't hit for. Hey, but. Yeah, honestly, you got to take care of home first, and I think as the as the as the as the as the Mets as the Mets, listen, I love Yankees fans, but Mets fans they ride for their players more than I've ever seen. And Jake is a Mets is a Mets prospect like through and through. Mm-hmm. You don't think that you think the fan base is gonna be happy if they let Jake walk? They weren't happy when uh, uh what do you call it? There was a lot that weren't happy when Syndergaard. Mm-hmm. But then again, Syndergaard chose to leave, but no, it's right. a little different. For and I will say, and I, and I will, and I will say this: Anthony like Anthony Rendon making thirty six million a year, thirty six five. I mean, but yeah. look at the year he had before the no, game. I get it. Yeah, no, was, I get it. Yeah, yeah he had a. But I it's mean, just funny yeah, when you look a, at the list, yeah, and it's yeah. Max Scherzer, Mike Trout, Rendon, Rendon. Degrom, Cole, <laughs> Bauer, Correa. <laughs> fucking Trevor and Correa is that ass on one of those like I can opt out at every year is crazy. Which is 20, wild because it's like my man sitting on twenty uh, on thirty five mil in fucking Minnesota, dog. That goes a long way, though. Yeah, life, that's that's thirty five million Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to say them taxes is not is not hefty out there like that. 50? Yeah, nah. You could probably Bro, buy like you Minnetonka. gotta think about <laughs> for thirty five. Like fifty is thirteen million more a year than the current highest paid player. You saw up, like like you said, like Trout is getting thirty seven, for Judge to get fifty a year. That's 13 mil more than a multiple-time MVP winner. I love Mike Trout. Mike Trout ain't even never had a season like this. Yeah. He and that and that's what it is. And the the problem but is shit. is that how many people have playoff runs like Joe Flacco and how the fuck happened? You know what the real problem is though? though? It's, it's he, different though. He's it's never had a though. season it's like this, though. but he's had a lot of seasons close to this. Well, I mean, which yeah. is what which is why he's and he gotten, was doing it at a younger age. Right. Oh yeah. All like I'm from the Mike jump. Trout is thirty, bro. The Yankees nigga old as shit, but he been in the league. He's not old as shit. Nah, he's thirty. Old. He older exactly. Than, if you older than me, you older shit. They're, yeah, they're living, they're, li- <laughs> they're basically the same age. They're, right. No, they are the same age. They're the same age. Okay. Yeah, older shit, older than me, older. Yeah, shit. the Yankees can't afford to. They, first off, Yankees cannot afford to lose a player like Aaron Judge. That's just that just can't happen. Like I, I agree. So I'm not worried. I'm really not. I I don't want to be, but I can't help. But let that anxiety go, baby boy. It's all right. Take a deep breath. I think I th- I think if we have another disappointing playoff run, mm-hmm. it gets real murky. Yeah, I think it gets I, real murky I think if we don't win something. If we don't win something, then I think Cashman or if he even stays, he whoever the fucking GM is gonna be next year is gonna be like, all right, we're just gonna build this team around Aaron Judge, which is what the fuck they should have been doing the entire time. Mm. Do you know what the real problem, and also it's, it's kind of hard with baseball. Like, I mean, oh, we don't follow it as closely as like NBA and yeah. stuff like that. But like, f- figuring out, all right, who would you replace hypothetically, Cashman with? Like in the NBA, you kind you kind of know, like, oh, I've heard this guy; he's yeah. been putting in work in this front office, this yeah. front office as an assistant GM. Thing. Like, like who around baseball do you really know that 
is in somebody else's front office or somebody else's whatever. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I think he would be really good. Yeah. I think if anything, they probably do a similar to like what a mess situation. <laughs> like they have like they would have Cashman in like the like as the the president, and then they would hire like a Billy Epler or some shit like that's you know running mm-hmm. operations, and he's being groomed for the role. I don't know, now, man. You got to think a lot of up until. Even just with Bader, essentially, like, yeah. Cashman's come under fire the past couple of years, especially, like, more than, I've say in a while, simply because of, like, the moves that didn't pan out and yeah. things that we gave up and, right. you know? But, I mean, at the same time, it's like, we... At the same time, players, you know, players still got to play. Oh, yeah, like, of course. Sometimes, of course. like, we get into that space, it's like, oh... Yeah, but we can, can all sit it. here and say Joey Gallo was a stupid trade, oh, and yeah. Hicks' contract was stupid. Yeah, but you can say a like, lot of bad things, things about Cashman, but if you don't talk about the good things about Cashman... Yeah, but the sports is a what have you done for me lately... Yeah. World and I and that's I get what, and I get that sports is. But, but but when you're Brian Cashman, you get a little bit more grace. When you've won like how you won that's like Brian, Brian Cashman, you're gonna get a, a lot a lot more grace yeah, than people like that, that, that that aren't that aren't proven yet. Yeah, the difference is Jerry Jones. You can't kick him out. Yeah, well, Jerry Jones owns the team. That's, that's no, that's what I'm saying. Right, that's the difference. Yeah. But you talk about giving grace. Yeah, well, Jerry well, the last Jones time the Cowboys won. Well, right, exactly. But so when you got the person won. that you know is running is that owns the team that's also running the team, that's a problem. No, but I'm saying we're, we're giving them the benefit of the doubt in the yeah. sense of like, when was the last time we won? Yeah, I mean, shit, we've still won at least in this millennium. The Cowboys haven't won since what 1990 because the 90s. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So and even so, like I, I can I can at least say that the Yankees throughout the past ten years have been way better than the Cowboys the past yeah. ten years. Like we, you also got to put it in perspective. The Cowboys have been a bad organization. The farthest that they've been in the past ten years is what that divisional game that they lost against the Packers. I think in the past twenty years they've won like one playoff game. So there you go. Well, no, it's more. It's been more than one. I think. I can't actually. I'm not going back right now, but yeah. It's... Mark Sanchez has as many playoff wins as Tony Romo. So there you go. Just saying, but um, no, but I mean, to, and to Cashman's guy, like I said, not not posting bail for Cashman, but at the same time, right? It it looked easier. It looked easy for Cashman in the you know the '90s, early 2000s because all right, Yankees always had the big pockets. Now everybody, not everybody, but a yeah. lot more teams have big pockets now. Yeah, they so didn't have you a can't stick and buck actually building the farm. Yeah. So. Now you have everybody else that's kind of on the Yankees level. It's not as easy. Mm-hmm. You have other people you have to contend with. Look at that. They always, like look how, how the look, look what the Rays did. They were like, all right, we can't ever compete the Yankees in terms of spending. We're just going to outsmart them. Yeah, which is what they did. Mm-hmm. They went the analytics route and it worked. Now, is it working right now? No, but for that a lot of four, that is injuries too. Yeah, mm-hmm. but for that four or five year period, the Rays were be able to stay competitive yeah. by other means. Yeah. So I think it's the case. Uh, sometimes it's also a case of like all right. Yeah, Cashman may not have gotten worse in his job. Everybody else just kind of got better or caught up. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And it's like, yo, sometimes, but the thing is, is that like when you're ahead of your time like that, it's like when the, when the shit catch up to you, shit could get bad. And that's like the other part of it. And I do understand when people are like, yo, like, why would he trade for Joey Gallo? Oh, why would we, why is Aaron Hicks still on the team? Like, you know, it's a whole bunch of other shit. But at the same time, he has made good signings. Like, yeah, of we, course. You know what I'm saying? Like, we we got to give the nigga credit for niggas like Gio Rochella, for niggas like DJ LeMahieu. Like, traded for bum-ass Josh Donaldson. Well, Josh Donaldson, you know, but yeah, also we, we traded for Anthony got, Rizzo, we, we though. New dad you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Indeed. But it's like the Joey Gallo thing at the time, right? It's everybody would have killed him if he didn't make that trade. If he didn't make a move. I don't think if we'd have traded for Joey Gallo, people would have been real upset. But it's like, who would have thought that Joey Gallo would have put up this? Right. Right? Me. Like, 
this bad? Like, you thought he was going to be this bad. I didn't think he was going to be good as the Yankees, but agreed. No but one like, ever thought this, he was going like, to be the, the statistically worst cliff. Yankee ever. Yeah, like, like, also, then, apparently, he went back to not doing much in L.A. Yeah, that's true. Right. No, so. he, yeah, he had a yeah, run yeah. the other night. I'm just saying, yeah. he, helped, he helped the over hit. Yeah. I'm just saying. But apparently, like, because I read an article that's talking about Aaron Hicks, like, changing his tune on being like, yeah, I suck, to being like, kind of what you guys were telling me of, of the, um, well, how can I get in the rhythm if I don't play? Mm-hmm. Well, we're trying to win games and your ass. Mm-hmm. Um, but now he's been like, you know, I, I can help a team win. I can go do these things. And look at Joey Gallo. Like, he left and started playing well. And then the article was like, yeah, when he first got there, he played well. And now he's back to batting, like, mm-hmm. below 200. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I think when it comes down to it is that we kill Cashman for a lot of the bullshit. But we mm-hmm. don't praise him enough for what he's done right. And I think... Honestly, if we're being completely fair, he's done more good to the organization than he's done than he's done harm. Agreed. You know, so agreed. At the end of the day, I, I think um Judge, he's coming back. I also think Steinbrenner's been getting so much fucking flack that he's like, I'm gonna need some sort of scape, you know? Who the hell man? Uh, uh it's well, just not fair because everybody keeps like, Oh, if George was alive, Joey's, nigga, Joey's nigga been, been alive for like twelve years. All right, so um Joey hit 159 as a Yankee. He's hitting 183 as a Dodger. All right, so he's doing better. See, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to tell you. How many home runs for the uh, Dodgers? It's like more. four, right? Probably six. More. Oh, six home runs. See, look at so that. So half the amount he hit in New York. Oh, oh, look at that. So he had 12 in New York? He had yeah, 12 in New York over, what, five, four months? And in over... a month and a half, he's got six? I'm so surprised that he's hit 18 home runs. But then again, it's like when he makes contact. Over 82 he... games. He is a, he's a three true outcomes guy. This is, but that's I feel like that's that's kind of the new but baseball. Again, again, not necessarily. I don't give a well, shit if you're a lot of a if lot you of guys. Are, if I really don't care if you're a three outcome guy, like whatever it is, below two hundred, dog. He wasn't even getting on base. That's that below two hundred. Like not even getting walks. I could excuse you if you're at least if you're getting on base at least. I can excuse a little batting yeah. average if your OBP is high. But if your OBP not OBP even is high, two eighty two exactly. Then it's like, all right, well, what are we doing here? But highest it ever was was three eighty nine in twenty nineteen. Gross. Damn, Waste Miguel mile. Cabrera making thirty one million this year. <laughs> Yo, that's kind of still damn. Yeah, he's a walker to get around the cane around, around the bases now. But uh, yeah. shout out my shout out shout out my Yankees, man. We gonna we gonna be all right, man. Hopefully we go far in the playoffs, dog. Mm-hmm. I, I need it. Yo, also people I, getting hot. Yeah. I just want to shout out my my other son in the National League, Albert Pujols, man. I don't know what the fuck about to happen in the next couple days. Who knows? That nigga might get to 700 home yeah, runs. Bro. That's a that's crazy. That's a clean 700, bro. That's bro. Someone said, what it. if what if Albert hit 700 the same day Judge hits uh, 61? The world, the base that might it might <laughs> fan base, gonna be out of money, bro. Yeah, at, right. What do you call it? Jeff Passan might actually come on himself. Like that, yeah. every everybody in the yeah. baseball world will probably just be so rainbows. happy, including myself. That'd be that'd be nuts. It'd be it'd be absolutely nuts. But you know what? I think that's it for the New York baseballs. But New York sports in general is looking up right now. It's up and it's up. Did you see the stat from Sunday? The Yankees, the Giants, the Mets, and And the Yankees, and the no, the Jets, Jets, Yankees, Jets, Yankees, Mets, Giants, Giants, all won for the first on the same day for the first time since two thousand nine. Unbelievable. And so is that predicting a World Series for us? Uh, uh, I don't want to bring it back, but but yeah, I don't want to. It was also, I think, the yeah. first time the the Jets, Giants, Lions, and Jaguars all won 
on the same day since like 2003 or something. Yeah, like that's that. this. So. I don't even sound like something that would ever happen. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually kind of crazy. But uh, but yeah, New York sports is back right now, and then yeah. we have basketball starting up in like a month. Yeah, uh, it's, it's going on. It's a good, it's, um, a, it's a good time. Do you so want to go I, first? I, Miles? Yes, yes. I was gonna you say go first. I have the least to say. I my, <laughs> yeah. and I got a lot to say about both of these games because I was watching. Record. Uh, yeah, man. Ravens game too. First off, this is the first time that. In the existence of this podcast, that my football team has started two and zero, so it's lit. It's up. First time um, since 2017. Yep. There you go. Um, 2016, 2017, we sucked. 16. That's what right. we. Sorry, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Um, remember they haven't won a first game since 2016. Yeah, facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, yeah. So it's it's looking it's looking good. Yo, shout out my son Wink. Wink is game playing on these niggas. He held McCaffrey to basically nothing. Um, we had dudes that got hurt. My, my son Leonard Williams got hurt, but my son uh, Julian Wayne, Julian Love has been stepping up ridiculously for the team. Love the man's development in the past couple years. Um, yeah, man, it's, it's it feels good. The stadium was fucking rocking. I don't know if y'all like saw the videos of what MetLife was looking like. It looked crazy. So yeah, that was dope, man. Yeah, now that I've actually been there for a football you know what I'm saying. They said the stadium felt felt different. You know, shout out to Brian Dabo. He got these these boys playing. Um. There's been a lot of buzz about Kenny Galladay and like you know him not getting enough snaps, but you know what? Dayball keeping the dog in these dudes. You know what I'm saying he keeping these receivers humble. You know what I'm saying so. My son said receiver by committee, bro. And it's like That's it is what it is. My son said Kadarius Tony. Whenever he gets the ball, he's put on numbers. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he should get the ball. Right. I mean, listen, you we two and zero. Oh. We we we've, we've been winning games. Just... No, I put up the finger because there's breaking news. This breaking Sorry. news, like how in, breaking in, in the basketball world. How how breaking is, it, uh, is he selling? Uh, no, it's about Ime Adoka. What happened? Ime Adoka is facing possibility possible disciplinary action, including a significant suspension for an unspecified violation of organizational guidelines. Discussions are ongoing within hmm. the Celtics on a final determination. Bro, what? What is that? What does that mean, though? Does what that, do you what mean do you, by that? I, that isn't that I don't I'm not I'm not really bro it's bad vague like because watch Woj literally just tweeted it like just tweeted it uh, bro what hmm what did this nigga do well I'm trying to well, let's see <laughs> like, now that I actually have Twitter let's uh he does he like, favorited like two of my tweets this week I I I definitely <laughs> I, I definitely had did you oh re- have you tweeted something yet. I tweeted. I treated one thing. Okay, good. So now I think I can add you to my my close circle. Yeah, you, yeah. Thing. Just retweet that joint for me, so that way you can. Uh, yeah, thanks. We'll retweet the email thing. No, no. Retweet the. Uh, well, no, do, the clo- yeah, do that too. Okay, but then what else were you talking? Are about? Are you following I enough like news sources? No, not yet. All right, not yet. Oh, I, I'm still like I'm hell? still easing myself into yeah, this. Yeah, it man. takes a it takes a little bit to build like yeah a solid twitter feed yeah anyways shout out my two and no giants man we it's up and it's stuck man hey man it's great like it's up and it's stuck. again <laughs> wink i've been saying is wink's a good coach i just don't think that um i think the part of the things that with the ravens was one we were trying to bring in a lot of youth mm. to the defense and yep. his defense is hard for a lot of young players uh the other thing is also just like um the 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 person like you need a certain type of personnel for for wink's defense and mm. Like, I think the, the fact of the year that we had and, like, there wasn't really an adaptation mm-hmm. to the defense of going, all right, like, his defense doesn't produce a lot of sacks. Right. That's just not how it's built. Mm-hmm. Um, it's built on, like, pressures and trying to make quarterbacks uncomfortable and rushing and mm-hmm. putting him in a bad situation right. like that, stopping the run, things like that, right? I think for us, we wanted a lot of sacks, and he was trying to do that at a time where our secondary was super thin, so it just didn't work. So it was just one of those where, like, all right, like, you know, we're trying to make some 
some changes. And mm. I still think Greg Roman would have been the change, even though our offense has, has been looking somewhat better. Mm. Eh. Um, but yeah, man, Wink's Wink's a good ass coach. Um, I do hope that I I still think that eventually he he he'll uh, be a head coach. Um, I think if we won last year, if we were destroyed by injuries, I think mm. he definitely would have been. Or even if we made an AFC Championship, definitely been a head coach this stuff season. But yeah, man, Giant Giants out here playing well. We said it. We said it last time. Like y'all got a soft start to the to the uh, schedule, man. Take advantage. See what you got. You know, enjoy it while you can. And you've been doing all of this without Aziz and uh, Cave on. So yeah, man. Um, that's the that's the the part that looks up and up. I don't know the Pan- the Panthers look look terrible, bro. Um. <laughs> And I, I was very happy when we beat these guys. So, yeah, yeah it's, 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 look, it's looking good, man. Everybody's Matt playing. Might be back at Temple in a little bit. Yeah, I mean, honestly, good. The way Temple th- needs him. Yeah, yeah. Well, Temple. Def- hey, that uh, that that uh, freshman. Who's your freshman or sophomore quarterback? Mm-hmm. He not he not bad. He's what's his face's son. Um, is his oh, last oh, name Warner? Warner? No, 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 no. Kurt Warner's son. It is Kurt Warner's son. Yeah. I, I knew like his last one name was his, Warner, but I didn't know if it was one of his many children. Kevin Warner got a lot of kids. Yeah, apparently. Really? Apparently. You didn't see the the movie. I didn't. Not no, I, I didn't the see the movie. Was no. it good? Oh, I mean, it was very. It was a tearjerker. Really? It was really, good. It was really sad. Damn. You know, Jake was thirty four. Jacob Degrom. Wow, that's kind of crazy. Did not know he was thirty four. I didn't know he's thirty four. Yeah, so he geez. might not be getting that long term deal. Well, yeah. well, I mean, pitchers, it's like you. It's more fanable to give him like maybe like a four or five year deal. Yeah, for sure. You and know, it's like, also yeah. like you know, as long as you keep that velocity up. Um, but it's a little tougher to give an injury riddled thirty four year old a deal. At least Max Scherzer was playing on short rest and shit during those playoff runs. Mm. Um. Anyway, you got any any last things on the Giants? Nope, that's it. I got I got nothing on the Giants. All right, you can talk about the Jets. Uh yeah yeah yeah. You're damn right, we're talking about the yeah, Jets. Yeah yeah. Joe had to remind y'all real J-E-T-S, quick. J E T S Jets Jets suck. Wow! But not this Sunday. But not this Sunday. This Joe Sunday, Flacco. Like, I'm, gonna say like, I'm is, tired of my kids making fun of me. Basically, all I gotta say is this Sunday, Jets proved that you know you can't you can't keep a can't keep a lion caged. And that's all I gotta say. You know, it's you know like some teams would have folded. Actually, a lot of teams would have folded in the fourth quarter, but not us, not the Jets. Um, Nick Chubb, kind of a dummy for not going down. But at the same time, I understand, not to say I understand why, but, like, the first down marker was the two-yard line. Mm -hmm. So, like, your margin of error is very, very small at that point. Like, at that point, I think a Jet player probably would have just pushed him in. Um, On some giant Super Bowl shit with Ron Bradshaw. (laughs) But either way... Flacco goes down the field. I mean, LOL at the Brown secondary for just letting Corey Davis just get by. Yeah. Like, nobody even knew he was there. Yeah. And then after that, it's like, okay, we have a chance. Onside kick. As soon as they got the onside kick, I knew the Jets were winning that game. Knew the Jets were winning that yeah. game. Because all you go down, Flacco. Eh, eh, eh. And then, of course, Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson, I'm jacking Garrett it. Wilson's the goods. I'm jacking it right now. Tough. Garrett Wilson is the best wide receiver in this draft class. I don't care what anybody says. Garrett Wilson is the best wide receiver in this draft class, right? He's also off to a better two-game start. Them both Jettas and Jamar Chase from last year. Just saying. Oh, I thought. Oh, I was like, yeah, better two being like, better, better two main stretch than than both those niggas. All right. And his starting quarterback hasn't played yet. And his starting quarterback has not played yet. But not nah, Garrett's the truth. That might be. Uh, a, that might not be a good thing though. But go ahead, continue. And at the same time, I who I think is probably one of our best wide receivers, Elijah Moore, hasn't even really been targeted like that. But I was watching some film. Bros just gets open on every route like mm-hmm. all the time. So. Uh, it's special. Honestly, this was a great win. Defense played 
Look, the defense held Nick Chubb to like 60 yards rushing before the fourth quarter. Then they No, but it was it was impressive. Like he couldn't do anything on the ground and then all right, the fourth quarter they kind of just like wore wore them down. I also think um, it's the I think the Browns and the Packers are full on doing I you gonna get most of the touches this week. You gonna get most of the touches next week. Yeah, yeah pretty much. They own some every Kareem Hunt, yeah. bro. I, I mean, Kareem had a decent game. You know, I was stressed. Oh, you have him? Yeah. Well, he didn't do really much to fantasy wise, right? A few That's catches, a few rushes, but either way, Jets defense stepped up big. They had some big plays by Quan Alexander. C.J. Mosley had a really big stop, kind of in that fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just it's exciting. It's a it's an exciting time. It's just. It's nice getting that win because, like, getting that win under improbable circumstances, you feel better going up against the Bengals at 1-1 yeah. and as opposed to 0-2. Now it's like, all right, Bengals are sputting right now. Maybe you could catch the Bengals slipping. You know, they just they just threw up a dud against Cooper Rush and the, and the Cowboys. And, oh, look at that. Steelers are the next week. Steelers aren't anything impressive right now. They're all in sputters. Do you also have, no, you have a rough schedule for the we most part. We place the entire AFC yeah. North. Then we play, in no particular order, we're playing, like, the Packers, the Broncos, we, like it's it's hard until the fir- until our bye like week nine, and then after that it gets it lightens up because we're playing like the Jaguars and the Lions and all these other bum teams. So, mm. you know what? It's if the Jets can go two and two by the time Zach comes, was well, Zach supposed to come back for the Steelers game? Jets two and one going into Pittsburgh. It could look. I'm I'm excited. All right. Yeah, it's y'all, was, right y'all was mad about this fucking uh, four game stretch that y'all had against the AFC North. Yes, because like, like why are we doing? And the Ravens also have that. Ravens mm-hmm. have a four game stretch against the AFC East, which I'm just like, why? That's it's just weird scheduling wise. It's just weird to have all your you know conference out mm-hmm. of division opponents literally back to back to back to back. Maybe that's how. Yeah. Just, maybe that's just how how it worked out. I don't know. It is, it's just weird because like you don't really see it happen yeah. uh, uh, often, but. So like you guys didn't do your job at all helping us out. Screw we'll, you. We'll talk about it. Um, yeah. Hey man, Garrett Wilson's a good. So I was actually watching the Ravens mm-hmm. wired from uh, week one, and like the coach on the sideline was like, "Hey, he was like, Clay's Campbell said it too. He was like, one seven got the juice, bro, bro, and that's why you play him. He played significant more snaps in week two than he did in week one, mm-hmm. and we see why. We see why. Fourteen yeah. targets." You know, over 100 yards on, the, on receiving, two touchdowns. I mean, the first touchdown, he juked the shit out of that quarterback. Yeah, he was wild, didn't even have to, He didn't even have to do oh that. Next week? We play Steelers two weeks. Next okay. week is the Bengals. Gotcha. So now I'm trying to think, like, all right, do we ride the hot hand of Flacco or do we bring in the Bengal killer, hey, Mike man. White? No, 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 no. Flacco is in there, boy. Joe Flacco leads the all leads the NFL in uh, passing attempts and passing completions. Wow. Put some respect on the guy. Yeah, I, ain't go, I ain't gonna lie, man. He's a, for a long time. It's, it's nice having a serviceable backup. <laughs> I, I haven't related to that feeling in a very long time. You know, you got like, Tyrod. What now, are you talking about? Now, but but before in years past, you had Gino. Bro, we had yeah. Jake Fromm. <laughs> <laughs> We had James We had Colt McCoy. Who? Jeez, bruh. Yeah, nah. Honestly, but we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about the Jets. Yo, the Jets, bro. Yo, y'all niggas had me hyped because I'm like, yo, this is a, this is a good game. Like, at halftime, I'm like, all right, what is it, 17-14 or 17? No, it's tied 14-14. 14-14. 17-14 going into the fourth. Going into the fourth. So 17-14 going into the fourth. I'm like, all right, you know what? They about to go crazy. And I'm like watching this shit. I'm like, ah, right, well, you know, the Jets, typical shit, fourth quarter, they gave it up. Yep. 
whatever, minute 50 something left, homie missed the extra point. I'm like, damn, I know right somebody, at, yeah. I know. I was like, yo, yo I, stress, I was bro. like, I was like, yo, there's no, I'm like, you know what? This is probably fucked the over. I didn't know what the over under was. 39 and a half. 39 and a half. So it, already, it, already it, cleared, yeah. it already cleared. So I'm like, all right, cool. So this shit went over fine. So I, I just got the game on because I'm like, all right, whatever, fuck it. Then I see Corey Davis get open. I'm like, wait a second. I'm like, all right, hold up. My son got it. Onside kick comes, watching this shit. I'm like, nah, there ain't no, there's no, there's no way. Onside kicks, and I, you saw how the nigga lined it up. I never seen anybody line the ball up like that. Like he lined it up horizontally on the mm-hmm. tee. Yep. Yo, they practice that. Yeah. He saw the if nigga, you, saw if the you nigga. recover an onside kick and don't win, bro, that's got to be the most deflating feeling in the world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. like the like the Falcons. Yeah. Uh, last year was it last year or two years ago when they recovered like three onside kicks? All against the Saints. All against the Saints, yeah, and they it was still lost the game. And they still lost the game. Yeah, that happened. Um, but yeah, and then Amari Cooper fumbled that shit. I was like, yeah, this game is done, bro. This game is this game is over. I was like, damn, Browns. This was that Brown Cooper shit. on the? Uh, huh? Was that Cooper that was going for the onside? Yes, kick? that was Amari Cooper that fumbled the shit. Damn. And you know the worst not part? Not the hands team, not handsing. Yeah. <laughs> the worst part oh, about the hugs. whole shit, they were showing the the graphics and everything, bro. They was just like, last time the Browns went two and zero, it was this. Bro, this I'm was... telling you, we had the stats and everything in the studio ready. First time they've been two and zero since 1993. Uh, Bernie Kosar, like the Jets would have been zero two. <laughs> Jets would have been zero and two for like the I think fourth straight year. They hadn't won a September game since Darnold's opening day game against the Lions. Like it, we had all this stuff ready, and lo and behold, Joe Flacco comes through and was like, "Nah, nah, nah, watch this. Hold my beer." Crazy, crazy. I, you I better know, ask somebody. But, and you know what? Honestly, I'm glad it happened to the Browns because I don't know if you guys have been seeing on social media. This fan base, and I've never had a problem with the with the Browns fan base at yeah, all. I've always had just been like typical like real fans. Like I've always been sympathy because like damn, your team kind of sucks. My team sucks. Like we're in this together. But honestly, the way they've handled like, and I've seen a lot of like how they've been mm. rallying around Deshaun Watson. It's mm-hmm. just gross. Like you yeah, see the cardboard bro, cutouts, the, yeah, the, the, the mannequins. Yeah, the uh, man, yeah. like we, I, I showed that to people in the in the in the control room. I'm like, yo, like yo, these yeah. people are sick. So like, yeah. I'm glad that they're experiencing. Defeat right now because they don't deserve happiness. Yeah, that's yeah, that, yeah. That fan base is <laughs> kind of. They don't deserve happiness. Yeah, if you're I don't go with bro. When you got a when you got yeah. a fan base that's out there acting like that, and then you lose a game the way that they lost a the game. Good. Yeah, I don't feel karma. bad. Instant I don't feel karma. bad. I don't feel bad at oh, all. Rub, rubbing tugs aren't illegal. Like dog, like you are just so tone deaf right now. Yeah, Listen, like, it's real different if you was out here going to a happy ending establishment versus if you was out here like you gonna touch my penis. Exactly. Yeah, like nah, that shit is not. It, it's not bro. talking about no. Oh, his massage is wrong. Nobody said a massage is wrong. But if you out here just exposing yourself in the Gatorade towel without consent, I mean, yeah, you're a wild boy. Yeah, you're, you're a wild boy. So mm-hmm. good thing it happened to the Browns fans. And then the Brown. I hope the Browns get beat by the Steelers. Uh, that game's gonna be ugly. Nah, they're they about to get it, it back. They about to get it back. Hopefully, 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 it back in blood. They about to. They, yeah, the Browns about to get Listen, it back. The Browns will be fine as long as Kenny Pickett doesn't play. Because apparently the Steelers, I saw on TikTok, the Steelers skill position players are getting real upset. But it's not, I don't think it's because of, um, I don't think it's because of Mitch Trubisky, it's more honestly. Than Mitch. I think it's the offensive coordinator. Matt Canada is terrible, it's, bro. It's more than Mitch. But, like, Mitch ain't doing him no favors either. Bro, Matt, can't you, have you, no, but for real, have you, like, watched the Steelers play, like, their offensive drives, no, bro? It's bad. It's, it's bad. All right, so you, okay, cool. No, yeah, no, it's Did they, like, last year bro. get rid of, like, an OC they had for Mad Long, who was this old ass white guy who was terrible. 
Oh, oh, last year, I year don't before. I think so. I think gotta, so. I, no, no, no. That, no, that's who, the same dude. That's the same dude. Matt Canada. Yes, that's the same dude. Can, can we look up how long he's been like, offensive coordinator? Uh, it's, it's their offense is so anemic right now, which is hilarious because like the Patriots' offense is even is just as anemic. Like it's yeah, it's it's it's, it's no it's it's just no good. Yeah, yeah. That fucking Belichick scout's not doing, not not scouting no more. Oh no 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 no! Matt Canada was a dude last year. Who was the Steelers' old offensive coordinator? Is my is my thing. Um, yeah, it was a couple dudes that was the Steelers' offensive coordinator: Todd Haley, Randy Fickner, and Matt Canada's newest dude. But apparently, they all—I well, mean, none of them are really that good. They just have been. Um, but yeah, Matt Canada, this nigga sucks. Like, yeah, they, these play calls have been bad. It just hasn't been consistent over the over the stretch so far, at least to start the season. All we'll right. See. Um. Speaking of consistent, um, uh, oh yeah, yeah, the Ravens. Um, what uh, happened? John, you had a do my hands. <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna lie, man. The um, hell happened, man? You know what? I'm glad John t- talked me out of taking Ravens money line or any you. or any type of spread. I'm glad I took the over in that. I mean, my parlay folded, but that over hit by halftime. Yeah. Um. Again, our offense. I say our passing game looks. Good. Our run game still looks like ass. Outside um, of Lamar. <laughs> he's not even running like that. So He had a 79-yard rush. What do you mean he's not running but like that? That was his only no, like major run of the game, though. Hey, he's not that. really running like He didn't hey, need hey, to run so, like a that. Lot, that's a lot more running than the other niggas did. Oh, uh, yeah. We had like 17 total yards. <laughs> yeah. Um, It's fucking ridiculous. But, listen, there's a lot of reasons why I can sit here and, tr- like, I don't want to make excuses. There's a lot of reasons I can sit here and be like, these are... Valid reasons as to why bad things happen, right? Mm-hmm. Um, again, I spoke about us not really missing Kyle Fuller because we do have solid young corners, but they did exactly that and were young corners. Mm-hmm. Um, in the sense of uh, not Pepe, Pepe had a really good game. Mm-hmm. Pepe Williams played great. He was the one who got that big hit on Tyreek to stop um stop him on third down. Um, but the other dude, like they went from logging like. 10 to 20% of the snaps to 55% of mm-hmm. the snaps, right? So it wasn't the depth perspective as much as it was the experience perspective. Right. Because on those touchdowns, it was Jalen Norman Davis, rookie corner, who did not miss most of camp being hurt and barely played week one. Blowing coverages, right? It was a lot of lapses in defense communication and being mm-hmm. thin. Marlon Humphrey was out most of the week with an injury, so right. he didn't play like the fourth quarter, right? So we... Uh, Marcus Peters first game back. Mm-hmm. So it was just a lot of defensive miscommunication. But outside of that, that fourth down call early in the fourth quarter was not a good decision. Didn't like that, especially with the way we have not been running the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, us not scoring on the goal line in the beginning of the game. That's another thing. Like These are all things that were in our control. But like at the end of the day, one, the defense can't let that happen. But two... The offense got to shut this shit down like we have been. But if you're not running the ball, it's not going to happen, right? So, yeah. like, there's zero excuse. Um, like, it, it's just, it should have been a thing. I think the silver lining is just, like, Lamar's MVP case is still a thing because he's our offense. <laughs> like, he's it. Rashad Bateman is the goods. Mm. Um, he, he, bro, he had Xavier Howard shook that game. Yep. Like, he had this man playing 10 yards off of him. Basically the whole game after that shit. Like, Bateman is the goods for sure. Yeah. Um, but even towards the end of that game, Duvernay gets hurt. So now with our thin secondary, 
after um, one of the touchdowns, before they take the lead, mm. then Pepe gets hurt. So now we're putting in corners who don't, I mean, um, safeties who don't play in a game now, right? So our secondary depth was supposed to be a point of strength. That happens. Offensive line is getting pushed around and the lack of a pass rush. Um, Adafi always, I talk, I've never been double teamed so much in my life. Yeah, you're in the NFL, but like if you're going to be an elite pass rusher, like every elite pass rusher gets double teamed, you just be better. Yeah, that's um, it. You got the the league adjust you, when you when you come into the league, you good. The league adjusts you. You get it, the good ones adjust back. Exactly. So that's what I'm waiting on. Obviously, we're thin at that position. I'm really hoping that we do end up working out whatever it was with Jason Pierre-Paul, so we have something. Um, but and then like yeah, our our, our D line just like I, I don't know if they just took the game off or what. Um, but they they just didn't play as aggressive as they needed to. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was it was a, a very rough um Sunday and Monday for me. Uh, in related to football, the wild thing is, I won my other league by seventy points. Damn. Yeah. Um. But sorry, Johnny. Yeah, it it was rough, but uh, I, I like the thing that they were talking about. Harbaugh, like Harbaugh said it, and he was just like, "Um, we're not going to be defined by that game." I'm glad, like, if if you never want that to happen, but I'd rather it happen very early in the season before we can make adjustments. Mm-hmm. And it really is giving shades. Of that 2019 season where Lamar Jackson started off a week one really hot. Um, but we didn't play well in the beginning. Like, we had, like, some up and down games. And then we, like, it was funny because when you hear Tony Jefferson talk about a lot of interviews where yeah, that was the year he got hurt. That was the year we traded for Marcus Peters. Like, and it was honestly after he got hurt, and this is not his fault because he played great for us when he played. Yeah. But after he got hurt, that was when we took off. We made the trade for Marcus Peters, and then we went on a run from there. Mm-hmm. Um I think that was the year we finished. It was still 16 games at the time. So I think we were 12 and 4 that year. Um, but like, th- I think three of those losses happened in the beginning of the season. Mm. Um, so it's giving kind of shades to that. But like, it's the thing that worries me is how bad the the run game looks. Yeah. That's what's worrying. Yeah, it's very concerning because the Ravens, as you know, and injuries is piling up. So up. And injuries piling up again. Yeah, what's good things. with Dobbins? He's still, he's still fucked up. I just think they're like. Well, you know, we don't necessarily, like, I just think they they just don't want to rush him, and they don't feel like they need to, mm-hmm. but, like, regardless if the scheme just isn't working, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then the fact that our lead back, again, we signed a week before the first game. Yeah. Right, so you got a little bit more time, but, like, it's just, this shit's not working, and, and Gu- we're not and, getting enough push at And the Gus line. is still out? Yeah. Damn. Gus was on um, the PP list, so he's not available till week four. Okay. Um, but yeah. J.K., I, th- I I have a good feeling he's probably going to play. Knowing how the Ravens get, and I know how y'all get when it comes to, uh, you know, yeah. the run, running the ball. I know y'all will find a way to get it back on track. Shout out Lamar for doing what he did and getting that fucking hey, big, bur- big burst. You Lamar know, that's MVP still alive and well. You yeah. saw the way he was running, again, yeah. 20 pounds heavier mm-hmm. than he was most of his career. You know, you it, I— I don't want to get too much away from the Ravens, but like you said, MVP, and I'm I'm gonna get into that discussion a little little later. You know who's my dark horse, my super dark horse for MVP right now? Jalen Hurts. That's not a bad. Uh, that's not it's a bad bet. He threw like maybe ten bucks on that right now. Yeah, I feel like the way he's been playing. I mean, you know, he continues to play well. The Eagles just look great, though, and I'll, we'll get more in that in that yeah, in, in, sure. later on. But eh. you know, we'll get we'll get we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll, we'll, get, we'll, get, we'll, we'll get more we'll get more more into it later on for real. But uh, rap fire time. Uh yeah, we could just go. We could just go right on ahead. You don't got nothing else on on the Ravens, bro. That's I don't it. even know what else. Like, there's not. There's just no excuse for what we did. Uh, like, yeah. there's zero excuse. I, go, I think yeah. Lamar played well. I'm not gonna blame him. I think a lot of it is scheming, and y'all know how I feel about Greg Roman. 
Um, I Danny yeah, the passing game was good. Jesus Christ! Exactly. I think that if we like, obviously we lost a lot of games, but I feel like if we continued to have the season we did, he probably wouldn't have made it through the summer if Lamar was healthy because they would have been like, damn, we had Lamar and we didn't win these games. Um, um and I think listening to some podcasts earlier, I saw one of them was like, yeah, if we lose like three straight or something like that, he's out. What, what um, thoughts on thoughts on Tua? I think Tua played like the way he did. Like Tua didn't do anything surprising to me. He's it was accurate. It was a lot of underneath. The issue was that um, Tyreek Hill, like, averages the most yards per reception in the league. And through most of the game, we held him to seven and not a lot. But then we had a bunch of blown fucking coverages at the end of the game. And I think it was almost like the Derrick Henry effect of like you could probably contain most of the game, and then your defense is fucking tired. And part of it is in the second half. We couldn't keep our defense off the field because we could have run the ball to have these long offensive drives and shut the game down, which is what we've been known to do. So it's just frustrating because it's like there's a, a game that we sh- very well should have won, and shout out to the Dolphins for doing what they needed to. Like they the the track star, um, <laughs> the offense shit is valid. Like they they're very fast, but um, I think it was a lot more us than them. It's kind of what I said last week with the Jets, you know, in terms of. Just the two, one or two big shot plays. The defense is tired because the offense can't stay on the field. Yeah, type thing. But uh, yeah, but y'all don't have playoff aspirations. To be fair, y'all let a white man gritty across your end zone. I don't want to hear nothing right now. Also, two is uh, leading the league in uh, passing yards. You guys did that. This is your fault, John. Yep. Mm-hmm. You had one job, beat the Dolphins so that it'd be, all right, everybody in the AFC East is one and one except for the Bills. Yeah, it's no. just like it's frustrating that our points of strength like is where it's like being tested in the sense of like, one, Marcus Williams is the goods. Marcus Williams is definitely the goods. But it's like Marcus Peter first came back against track star defense. I was like, he got burned by Waddle on that one route. Yeah, but like, even damn, healthy Marcus Waddle, Peter, he's, Waddle Waddle's tough. <laughs> like, bro, you can't Jesus not Christ. have safety help. Mm-hmm. Against a yeah. defense like I, that, offense. Sorry, an offense yeah. like that. No, I, I was very surprised at a lot of those. That. Yeah, yeah. Like you can't sit here and go, "All right, they clearly need to throw the ball to fucking win this game mm-hmm. and not have the safety help." And you got all these young players. So, like the the first one, like they talked about it. Like it wasn't like Jalen Armour Davis was like, "Oh, that's my guy." He didn't move. He was fully expecting us to be passed off. Mm-hmm. So that's just miscommunication and blown coverages and blown assignments, and it's like it's, it's frustrating because I think Marlon had a solid game when he played, but Marlon was really banged up. He didn't practice most of the week, so that's another thing, right? So not only did we come in, like I expected, we add Marcus Peters, and so now our starting corners get bumped up. Brandon Stevens had a really good game against you guys. Um, he's one of our second or I believe third year corners. I think it's the second year. Um, he had a really good game. He got hurt mm. last game, so he's not playing next week. Pepe got hurt. We don't know if he's going to play. Damn. Marlon's still banged up, mm. and his is a groin injury, so we know how those go. Like, so it's like, I don't, like, right now it's tough where it's like we just are getting hit by these nagging injuries that, like, now we have to win games to build momentum and do all mm. these things, and we have all these issues, right? So now, like I said, like, we may not have, like, a super tough schedule, but the good teams that we play are not like, oh, they're they're solid. Like, they're very good teams. So, like... We need to win games against good teams. Mm-hmm. And it's just looking like we have, like, coaching things to figure out. But if we're dealing with all these nagging injuries from personnel, like, mm-hmm. what, what are we supposed to do? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> the injury shit fucking sucks. Um, Ravens would be fine. Shout out, to, t- shout out to the Dolphins, though. I think, mm-hmm. honestly, like, I, I, 
I'm one of those people. I definitely underestimated uh, Mike McDaniel what he was going to do with this offense a lot. The awkward king. Yeah, but to be honest, he he owns that shit though. Yeah, like he really does. Like he makes that. That's like his brand. Yeah, you know, all his post game interviews, he talks like that, and you know, his team thinks so highly of him. You know, um, yeah, he's doing his thing down there so far. So you gotta you gotta love what you're seeing down mm-hmm. in uh, uh, Miami. I've been seeing headlines that are talking about the. Uh, also, we got to pay Lamar. Stop playing. Yeah. Um. I've been seeing things that are talking about. You know, it'd be a great situation for Lamar Jackson to go to the Giants. Be better when he go to the Jets. <sighs> well, that's a stack. That that team is legit a quarterback away. Oh uh, yeah, I got y'all. Yeah, quarterback of the future. Already. I would much. I, I would. I would pack Zach Wilson's bag one by one hand. One article of clothing at a time if it meant Lamar Jackson coming to the Jets. I'm not going to lie. I don't think the Ravens ever would let Lamar walk. But if, if, they, they, if, they, if they let Lamar walk, I would op- I would welcome Lamar Jackson with open if arms. they fumble that, bro. Because, like, one of the headlines that came out, and I really think it was just smoke, like, as they're talking about, oh, it's not looking good. Lamar's, like, already talking about teams he would like to go to, and one of them being the fucking Dolphins. That would be... Why? Yeah, but two Lamar two, Jackson, two Lamar would have to. Put, I ain't gonna lie, that would be like the 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 you of the yeah. of the NFL. Yeah, literally, that would be literally that shit would be crazy. Ran by Mike fucking McDaniel. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the Jimmy, the modern day Jimmy fucking John uh, Johnson. Yeah, that it's. I don't know, man. It, it's tough. Like it's really like it, the big thing will be how we come back next week. That's what it's always gonna be. Like what this next game is gonna be like. Against like this has got to be a get right game, mm-hmm. like it's got to be a get right game uh, against the Patriots. But um, mm-hmm. let, let's go around the rest of week one real quick with right. our rapid fire. You you got the schedule up? Yeah, got it up. All right, hey yo. All right, Chargers Chiefs. That great defensive matchup going to the fourth quarter. Yeah, uh, Justin Herbert showed some heart. Um, I honestly don't think he. They, I was sitting here. I was like, bro, they got to take him out, and then he threw that bomb. But uh, Mans is down bad. He's down real bad. Mike Williams is not the goods. He had y'all fooled in the first half. Um, and he should have threw more to his tight end, who I also had on my fantasy team. Oh, um, yeah. The, Everett. Yeah, Joe. Because as soon as Everett got the ball, shit was happening. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Um, shout out to Chiefs. Somebody told me that they was going to start 3-4. and four. They're 2-0. and oh. <laughs> uh, Yeah. Uh, Jay J- J- Herbo is a god. Um, I mean, to... Make that throw after literally he couldn't even run for the first down the play yeah. before. I saw that I was like, no fucking way, bro. That he didn't get that. Yeah, first I was down. like, he has to be he's so hurt bad. right now. Yeah. Then he just throws a dart for like forty five yards. I'm like, oh my god, he he's actually gro- he's yeah. actually goaded. Uh, the rare time that a kid's four got and a- some moxie. Yeah, rare time a four and a half point spread and the money line hit at the same time. That was kind of cool. Uh, Kind of screw Pat Mahomes because he only got 235 yards. I needed 250. That's all I got. Yep, same. Oh, also, Chiefs defense is ass. That is a team that's going to rely heavily on Patrick Mahomes in that offense. And that's what I said. And come playoff time, that's tough. Come that's playoff tough. time. Come and playoff that's, time. That's the tough. thing that always worries me. Listen. Like, if your defense can't hold, like, it don't matter how many points you put up in Super the Super Bowl winning defensive coordinator Steven Spagnolo. That's all. That's all. That's all. I'm gonna leave it at. He's there for a reason. Um, Patriots Steelers. Yuck. Next game. <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah. I feel Next that. game. Honestly, there's nothing to talk about there. Uh, Falcons Rams. I guess this will get bad game Jake for Leonard's the Rams. Good. Fal- I don't know about the. Fa- uh, not Falcons. I don't, I don't know, know about man, the uh, Rams. Lit up a lot. The Rams don't. They didn't know how to finish that game because that game should have been over 
at the start of the fourth quarter, they let the Falcons get back in it, mm-hmm. and they were just giving Mariota whatever he wanted, and they got the block pump by Lorenzo Carter, former Giant. Um, I don't know, and it got dicey towards the end. If it wasn't for that Jalen Ramsey interception, yeah. you know, who knows what would have happened. That would have been a horrible loss for the Rams. Cooper Cup is the goods, as always. We knew mm-hmm. that. Cam Akers got some touches again, so he's out of the doghouse. But Rams, look, the two Super Bowl participants from last year are not that great right now. They you don't see, look good. You see how hard it is to, re- to repeat? It's mm-hmm. the, it's That's why it hasn't been done since 2004. 2005 yep. has been, or 2003, 2004 has been a very long time. Um, mm-hmm. Seahawks 49ers. Um, Trey Lance, get well soon. Rest up, bro. Um, <laughs> 49ers. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> You know, yeah, sure Jimmy G looking that, real good. Back on track, baby. I, I, who's it, who's their general manager? Uh, oh, it's uh, J- uh, it's it's Lynch. John Lynch. John Lynch. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, yo, you that nigga boy. <laughs> you know what it is. Held on to the Jimmy Bro, G's and was like, about that shit? he got all his contract incentives in that one game. <laughs> yeah. No way. Yeah. He, he, they were like in the uh, interview after they were like, you made three hundred and fifty thousand dollars that game by hitting incentives. That's tough. He was like, what? He said, Jimmy Jimmy got to be the happiest person in the world. What it is to have a contract that guarantees you money. Anyhow. Did you see his teammates rallying around him, too? Bro, like, they love that motherfucker. Yeah, like, don't him. get me wrong. I'm sure they don't have beef with Trey Lance, but, like, no, you're I- trying to completely change the identity and the offense of a championship contending team. Like, that's supposed to be a contender. And now, like, that's a big change. You know what I mean? Like, even when it went from, like, uh, Alex Smith to Pat Mahomes, the offense didn't change that much. They just upgraded up the main position talent-wise. Yep. That's what's funny. I think it's, it was kind of supposed to be like a Pat Mahomes, Alex Smith thing. And I feel like but the team it's itself— different styles. It's completely it's different, different styles. It's different styles, but I would say the skill set, at least the potential skill set, is much better with Trey Lance than it is with Yeah, but, it, but the idea was you were trying to use his legs more and go into a read op- option sort mm-hmm. of offense and then continue to move, like play fast, be aggressive, and do all those things— like I don't think they're putting him in to be a scrambler or extend plays. It's like no, the, the goal it's just is an to, added benefit. Of, exactly. You know. So like Jimmy G just game managing the fuck out of it, yeah. just doing what he needed to do as he has been. Which is funny because the only people that actually made a big deal of it was like Talking Heads because like fans had no problem with the whole like the only people that had the Jimmy G Trey Lance beef was the media people that were trying to stir up shit. But yeah, nobody else had a problem with it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but yeah, Seahawks. Cooked, you know, great opening week win, but yeah, these niggas is cooked. Yeah, words, <laughs> words, words of the 49ers, man. They just, and if now that I don't want to say now that they have Jimmy G, but I think because we know what Jimmy G is, this kind of guarantees them to like a playoff There's spot. A dependability. Be at, yeah, at yeah. the very least, as good as they were last year. Yes. yes. I, there we go. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, Bears Packers, this was the Sunday night football game. Uh, little, nice little get back game for Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I still don't think <sighs> that they look great, but. They don't. I, better than the first, better than week one. Yeah, he still but, doesn't but, have receivers that he fucks with, though. Well, he said, even in the post game, he was like, yeah, the days of me targeting somebody 15 times a game is over. I'm, you know, it's gonna you're going to see more spread he, out. He's going gonna, he's gonna, to he's gonna have the quarterback. But yeah. my Again, whole thing I is need he, answers if I should play A.J. Dillon or not. Are we doing one week A.J. Dillon, one week Aaron Jones, and flip-flopping or hey, what? Man. Hey. This is like the Kareem, this is like the Kareem Hunt, uh, Nick Chubb kind of thing. That's what I'm I saying. Like they both starts every week. Um, I don't know, man. Kareem not... Hunt had four points up until the end of the game. He just g- did a little bit to to get him serviceable. Like no, because of, because the pro- the problem was the one drive that they was really driving on. There was like there was an injury, and that took Kareem Hunt out of the game. And then after that, Nick Chubb went in because it was like a ten minute gap. He's obviously mm-hmm. the one back. Yeah. But that was that was Kareem Hunt drive. He gets the touches. It's just a matter yeah, of two what... years ago. Kareem Hunt actually had more touches than uh, Nick Chubb. Yeah. 
So there you go. Then again, Nick Chubb did was hurt yeah, for like three weeks. Injured, yeah. But at the same time. But still, it's like that's a, that's a big yeah, difference. Their shares, it's 55 Chubb, 50, um, sorry, 45 Kareem Hunt. Yeah. All right. And Kareem Hunt was getting most of the goal line shit. So. All right, here we go. Commanders Lions. Two things. With Shout this. out the Lions, baby. Two things with this game. Got a baby. Dan, Dan Campbell got these boys hooping. And you know who else is hooping? Carson Wentz, man. Yeah. Now he is. Yeah, man. They He's said he feels more comfortable in this in, in this offense than he did with Frank Reich. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, that's pretty that's pretty interesting. So, oh, so Ama, uh, what is it? Amon St. Brown? I'm going to say Brown, yeah. Amon Ra. Amon Ra, bro. The goods. Tough. He's I really, tough. I wanted to address one of at least two. I just saw a lot of things that were like, bro, like now that they're playing for something, they're not just going to force feed him the ball like they did last year. <laughs> yeah. Son. Where to? Yeah. That running back duo is tough too. Yeah. With Jamal and, and Swift. Mm-hmm. Like, Swift. But the thing about it is, like, Jamal is always a player because Swift stay beginning to hurt. And what did he do? Mm-hmm. Get hurt again. And he had Aiden coming off the edge, three sacks. Yeah, man. They, they've. They've been putting the pieces together, man. They really they will have be a, been. They will be in every single ball game. I I don't I don't know if there's going to be a game where they get blown out. I think they, I'm not saying they're going to win a lot of games, but they will uh, be competitive. They need they need to play a team with a good defense first. We thought it was going to be the Eagles, but Week One is weird, and they they just kept scoring. Like I'm not saying they they have a good offense, but I feel like they need to play a team with like a good defense, a good defense. for us to sit here and be like, all right, they're not going to get blown out. Okay. Because the offense, yeah. But then again. Listen, golf has been Carson. What? Oh no, sorry. I mean, um, yeah, like golf is another game manager. That Um, offense going crazy right now. You know, like they're really like it's unbelievable. He said, "Fuck a tight end. Why do I need that? I'll just throw the same round all day." Yeah, fuck that nigga. Nigga said, (laughs) "Fuck it." All right, next game, Bucks Saints. Damn, this is fucked up because y'all niggas know how I feel. This is a funny ass game. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, listen, this is the first time that Tom Brady beat the Saints. Everybody's due. So there you go. No, first time he's beat them in the regular season as it, a buck. In the regular season. he beat season. them in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thank you. You know. The important game. My better half. <laughs> um, yes. Exactly. What Justin said. But, uh, look, Bucks don't look great offensively right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Saints, Banged I still have again. no idea what, what they are right now. Um, it's going to be a few weeks because, you know, we had really good Jameis. Well, we had really good second half Jameis in week one, and we had full game bad Jameis in week two. Um, Bucks defense will carry them at least for the first few until that offense figures it out. Um, they're at, they're giving up six and a half points a game, but they're banged up again. They are. The banged offense up. is banged up again. Offense is banged up again. So, I know they're missing some pieces. I think on they'll the, just uh, continue line. to be carried by the defense as usual. Mike Evans versus uh, Lattimore is the fu- is three. the greatest fight we've had, bro. When they retire, that's going to be the first celebrity boxing match. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. I then again, Mike Evans I, always I, be sneaking him though. I would pay for that shit. Like, I would pay for Mike it. Mike Evans don't don't be squaring up fairly. He, he always be sneaking. Uh, he, him. He, yeah, be because he, him because he be blindsided him. But he be ready to man. scrap with the whole team after. <laughs> well, he's like what? He's like six foot five, six six. Like yeah, like they, I saw the thing you're talking about. Like as soon as he hit him, he turned around knowing he was about to get swarmed. Hell yeah! When like, you see him talking to the ref, he was like, "That's Brady. What do you want me to do?" I'm like, "Dog." I mean, he did it for Jameis too. He did do it for Jameis. One thing about Mike Evans is don't, he don't touch my quarterback, quarterback yeah. man. Yeah, man. You're his quarterback. Also, Brady out here throwing another tablet. You know, when he do it, it's, oh, it's passion. It's fierce competitiveness. Y'all try to Odell doing it. Oh, look at this diva. And everyone else talks about Everyone goes, Odell is one of the best teammates they've ever had, bro. Everyone yep. talk about that shit. Yeah, man. You know, that's that's all the media though. Yeah, they see shit, they see though. what they see on TV. Odell that, on his college visits. That shit had my that shit even had my grand my grandfather fucked up for a little bit because he's like, yeah, Odell is. I said, shut the fuck up, nigga. Like, what's wrong with you, bro? The old generation they don't they they don't 
They just like, yo, just hand the ball to the ref. You Fox know somebody. Like, you know somebody else. The, somebody else. I was at my job the other day. I was at Chili. Somebody was like, yo, uh, you know, the talking about the the Chiefs in the in the Chargers game. Mm-hmm. It was like, yo, you Patrick Mahomes. You know, he's a little cocky. I'm like, what? Shut up, Pat like, Mahomes. Like, <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, yo, he's like, yeah, he's a little too. You know, since he won, I'm like, yo, what is this narrative about? Since people win, and since people do something good, that they become damned arrogant, if you cocky. do, damned if you don't. Yeah, you know bro. what I'm saying, bro? It's like, yo, everybody wants you like. People want you to, to be, be a yourself, but then you know when you're that is because I've never heard anyone sit here and say Aaron Rodgers is cocky. It's and he's one just, of the most cocky yeah. people. Like, like yeah, this shit yeah. is nuts. <laughs> like, I, don't, I, I don't know, man. Like, says Joe Burrow is cocky. I guess maybe they want them to act like Eli and Peyton and not, have a, not have a personality <laughs> until after you retire. Yo. <laughs> right. Which Did is y'all crazy. watch the, the, the Eli, Eli and Yeah, shit? that shit was funny. Yeah. That shit was amazing. Oh, I ain't gonna lie. My son Eli was dotting niggas up. <laughs> he was dotting yeah. niggas up. The quarterback coach was like, until he started saying, think fast, run fast, he was like, I was fully like thinking it was a regular shit. Think fast, run fast. Think fast, run fast. <laughs> nah, that's crazy. And then when they called on, I was like, ah, Nigga ran a four, hey, a four, five, though? No, five, no, four. Five, oh, five, four. five, six. Five, six. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. Five, six. Five? Nigga. I don't think Eli's ever run a four, five in his life. That's my bad, I'm dyslexic. Uh, oh, all man. Right, next, all right, game. Eddie, next game. Next uh, game, Colts, Jaguars, nothing oh, really in a robot here. Philip Rivers is a fraud. Sorry, hey, not Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, it doesn't even matter who they put back there. Whoever's going back there Listen. for the Colts is a fraudulent, especially against the Jaguars. Fuck Matt Ryan. Wow. In the sense of, I didn't think he was going to be anything special. He obviously has been worse than that, but yes. the Colts' yes. defense, mm-hmm. that was supposed to be good. Mm-hmm. What the, They're going to have to have another players-only meeting, but not do a week six. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't. I'm listen. I'm glad that my league that I had, I picked up the Colts defense. I was like, I should pick up a second defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I picked up the Rams defense. Look, yeah. man, it's it Shout was out uh, T-Law, man. He had a good game too. And you know what? Hey, it's, that 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 Jacksonville offense, man. Jacksonville offense, yeah. Doug Peterson, man. Dougie P. D- D- Doug Peterson, you know what he doing uh, down there. Uh, next game, don't, no. Um, we gonna go to uh Bengals? Ba- the Bengals, yeah, Bengals Cowboys. Yuck. Cooper Rush, look, Cooper Rush look good, bro. Um, but the Bengals, man, uh, started zero two after being in. But you know, I always was saying last year the reason why they made it to the Super Bowl is the way that they got hot. They got so hot. And it their was, defense carried them mm-hmm. a lot, which is wild because their defense was not good. Well, was, well um, mostly in the playoffs. Their defense carried yeah. him in the playoffs. Regular season, yeah, their defense was very, very below average. Um, and they did the things for their defensive and their offensive line. And it didn't matter. They, they put it has so much money into that offensive line, and it act, it's actually looking worse than yeah. the other year. He's on pace, I think, to get sacked over over 60 times. It's crazy. Like, he was sacked 51 times last year, most in the league. I think he's on pace to get sacked more than that this year. It's, they better relax before you end up like Andrew Luck. It's bad. Bro. So I'm just hoping the Jets tee off on him this year. I mean, we got some pass rushers too. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's not looking good, especially the big – you know, last year they had a lot of big plays with Jamar and T. Higgins and C.J. Uz, you know, Uzama. Bro, they only had one play over 20 yards against the uh I stand the by T. Higgins mm. is the goods. And T. Higgins is, is the goods. Receiver. I've been saying this. He is the goods. Jamar uh, will give you the splashy plays. but Yes. T. Higgins is basically putting up the same thing. Jamar not going to give you. Else. Jamar not going to give you twelve receptions again. He's going to give you that four or five, but he's still going to get his one. You know, one twelve, one fourteen. I I can't rely on Jamar to be my possession. Like yo, I know I'm just going to force feed this nigga mm-hmm. the ball for just like seven yard gains. Yeah, he's not five that, yard gains. He's not that guy. He's that's just not the type of receiver. That's why I I think I don't doubt his big play capabilities. Yeah. I just don't know if I would trust him more in like the. Like your methodical sense of the word, like yes. I could maybe a T Higgins or like just if you're not gonna like end. to me it's almost like, um, 
Tyreek and Kelsey, right? Where it's like, listen, we got someone that like will make all the big plays, but like I know if I really need to force, I'm not just gonna air it out here. I need to get this first down. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go T Higgins. What? I don't know if I'd go with what that. What are y'all talking about? Jamar Chase is the highest targeted person on the team. That's not a. That's not a. Okay, that's not yeah. a being as a fact. And also, but look at the routes he runs. Hold on. Okay, look at the routes he runs, but also look at the routes he has to run because his quarterback don't got time to throw him the <laughs> fucking ball. Like what? Of course, the nigga always gotta go deep, and they gotta run deep posts and deep outs for the nigga. Tell somebody else to do that. Tell niggas, T to do. That. Niggas is crazy. T Higgins is a number two, easy number two. Not even the fact that he's the possession receiver on the team. Jamar Chase is easily the best possession and best big play receiver on the team. Like what? What game are y'all watching? How how many yards um per session does he average? A lot. Wait, who? T Higgins or Jamar? Two. I don't have it in front of me, but he probably averages a good amount. Meaning, meaning what? Because to me that means that like you're like he is making your splashier place. That Jamar T Higgins is. Jamar, that's what we're talking about. No, no, no. Yeah, he makes more splashier plays. T but Higgins just... is gonna move the chains, and Jamar is gonna make your your, your big splash plays. So, so basically, so basically, we're gonna hit the home run. So basically, we saying that just because you average more yards means that you just that 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 is a direct correlation with no, more splashier plays. I'm saying just from what I've seen in the in last year and this year. Yes. Yeah. If you average more yards per reception, you're probably it's making like, it's more like splashy Tyreek, you're not going to Tyreek nece- on a, on a key nece- third Not necessarily. Right like, what, like what? If T. Higgins probably averaged like what? Nine or ten yards of reception and Jamar averages 12 or 13? Like that's that, that big of a difference? He probably T- averaged more than I think that. T-, but- T opens it up for Jamar. T opens it up for, I guess I don't yeah. know. I thought T Higgins. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't really agree with that. But I, I like when I, I think of like it's more so like I don't think of Jamar as a possession receiver. I think of yeah. him as a big play guy. Yeah. Which in it, which in itself is not is no problem with that. Yeah. No, 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 not, no. Yeah. It's not a problem with that at all. You're not I feel like at Jamar. I, no, 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 no. I, I think no, it's, that I is beast. I, no, that's not what I. That's Pause. not what. I, that's what I'm saying. Crazy. Niggas is wild. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying because he's the highest targeted player on the team. He's make he's doing both. And I think he's the best at both on his team. I don't think that T. Higgins is over him as a possession receiver. Is what is my point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I see. Anyways. You. Um, what else we got? Is that it? Texas Broncos. Nothing really to report. No, no, there. no, no. We got a lo- No, no, no. We have something. To- yeah, that offense is bad. Yeah. That coach has no idea what he's talking. Nathaniel Hackett. He should not he be a coach right now bad. because there is no reason why that offense should be that inept with those weapons. There's no reason why that offense should be one of the worst. They don't have a red zone touchdown. They don't. They're the only team in the NFL bad, that don't got a red zone touchdown right now. That is bad. It's That's a bad offense. Um, I'll give it time. I'll let it marinate for. I'll let that marinate for a little bit. I, I think. <sighs> I think that skit, you missed the TikTok that we watched, the Hopi Brent former band, because I heard just basically talking about, yeah, this man just doesn't know how to read time. Mm-hmm. Like He's horrible. He can't be, a, he needs to stop play calling. Yeah, I think that's what it is. He need to stop being a coach. I don't know, because I don't know what he is for the other side Damn. of it. I'm not mad at that, but like, he's after been an two, offensive after coordinator. Two games? Well, I mean, the re- he has single-handedly lost them both games, because even the, the, the all right, well, the, the biggest possession in the first game, the first game. The biggest possession in the Broncos-Texans game was, they're driving down the field, fourth and two. They go for it, right? They convert later in that drive around midfieldish. They're on the other side of the fifty. They, they, third and two, they don't get it with the. They do a fullback like sweep. They go with their fullback to go like a, a toss out to the outside. Don't get it, right? So you're thinking, all right, they're gonna go for it on fourth, fourth and one, right? He brings out the field goal unit. Delay of game. So now they're at like the it'd be like a 59 60 oh, yarder. Yeah, no, now they have no. to punt. They push themselves out of field goal. They push themselves out of field goal range because the nigga calls a fullback's like So that's what pitch I'm saying. I think on that on third down and it doesn't go for it on fourth. I I fully think it's he literally said it like they were talking about in the first game where he was just like 
yeah, this is weird. Like when he called plays, he did it from the box. So he's like, I, it's a lot going on with me being on the sideline. And oh, now yeah. he's being the head coach and calling the plays. And they were like, yeah, he knew he didn't want to go play calling because his dad is like one of the best offense coordinators ever or some shit like that. So like he needs to be able to take himself off that pedestal and give that responsibility something else because he, he is not doing a good out. job managing yeah, bro. it. No, and if no, I'm no. the owner of the Broncos, the GM, I'd be like, you need to get your shit together because this ass. ain't it. Because like you said, they have all the weapons and are doing all the things. Yep. So uh, they... I, I think they'll come around and be more competitive, but I think that like a big change. Not, I don't think they're gonna fire him if they end up continuing to win games. I think it's gonna be a lot of ugly games against bad teams like this. But I, I don't think they they get their shit together until they make a change like him having someone else call plays. Yep, that's all we got. Next yeah. game. Um, is that it? No, nah, we still got it's, more. It's one. It's two more. It's three more games actually. Um, Cardinals Raiders. Raiders sold on you, boy. Raiders sold. That's honestly, that's all I got. Yeah. Raiders sold. I can't really say anything too positive about the Cardinals except for way to keep fighting. Yeah. But, I mean, I, that is not a game that the Raiders should have lost. Uh, Hunter Renfro, though. Yeah. The hell? Two Jesus fumbles? Christ. Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, yeah. He's making me look horrible. But in the league that I started him, I still won by, like, 30, but it didn't really make a difference. It's just like, damn. I just Devontae got Adams, two, re- uh, two receptions. Yeah. It is like, yards. This yeah, is the first time his whole on. family was watching it's him play. Too. Literally, he's scored, a, he's scored a touchdown. He scored a touchdown, but I'm sitting here. I'm like, dog. It's the first time his grandparents have seen him play. <laughs> Force him the ball. I'm not gonna lie. See, some, this is why sometimes I feel bad for the car, for the uh, Derek Carr slander because he did his job. Yeah, they were up by over 20 points in that game. The yep. defense let him down. Yeah, but you they, also can't score three points in the second half. That's mm-hmm. true. And then it's the, true. And then also like they were driving. It's not his fault that his receivers is fumbling the ball. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Like he, all those yeah. fumbles and stuff. That's not yeah. on him. Yeah, yeah. Derek Carr got a bad shake in his game. Kind of unfair, but you know, shit happens. And the Raiders are now zero and two in a division where they got to play the rest of their division five more times. I still think they're. I still think the Broncos at this point. I would say the Broncos are the worst team in the division. Mm-hmm. I still. I'll put the Raiders over them right now. Because look, they even they lost the Chargers game by one possession. Mm-hmm. All right, they lost this by one possession. They too, lost this OCM. by one possession. It was like a you know, and they and they sold at the end. Yeah, but uh, at the same time, the Chargers defense kind of sold in, in that first game. The first true, yeah, because the, the Raiders offense had only put up three points in that entire first half too. Chargers defense, they could listen. To what the Chargers defense at this point stacked, nothing is Ravens though, yeah. but exactly <laughs> like they're. They're supposed to be, so they should have like that gap should not have been as small. And I understand mm. they have Devontae Adams and they force fed Devontae Adams. It fucking work. He was carving that, <laughs> carving but like now that defense was they ain't giving yeah. no help. Um, All right, the two uh, Monday nights now, right? Two Monday night games, and that's it. Uh, Titans Bills. It was a take them behind the woodshed and do whatever you want to him type game. That was bad. Yeah. Um, Tannehill's about to lose his job. As he Mark should. Willis. Mark Malik. Malik. Sorry, I'm. I don't know. Um. It was yeah. about as you know, I expected. Like I, I said this said this last year when the Titans won they won the AFC. <laughs> um, um, like they're not good and they did not get better. Like they're not going to be a good team. It's going to look real bad. Actually, low key, actually high key, open, wide open right I now. I mean, it's pretty. Yeah. Bu- it's a pretty buns division. <laughs> yeah. I know that's why yeah, it's wide it open. A pretty buns and division. It, it, it's, it's good. It takes the fucking pressure off of us because in our division, it's two teams that's two and zero oh and two teams that's one and one. So yeah. Stop talking about division. the NFC East. Our division? Not the NFC, NFC? least. Yeah, we cooling. Hey, Outside man. of the Eagles, everything else, listen, everything else will balance out. It will. That's true. I got a basket in it right now, yeah, though. Enjoy we, it while you can. Yeah, yeah, they right they low-key low can get to 4-0, but um, also Stephon Diggs, 
top. I mean, top three wide receiver in the league. Yeah. I mean, Joshin MVP case right now. Yeah, for sure. That for defense sure. is amazing. Trust me, I know I got them in two of my leagues right now. That me, I know I I know I didn't do wrong when I in our league when I picked them early because I was like I need to pick a defense early. I picked them in round six. Yeah. yeah. You wanna you wanna you wanna you got some words for the Bills for winning you fantasy this week, Mel Matt? Turn that down real quick. I gotta I gotta just yeah real quick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> this is a great effort. Honestly, my comeback win this week was reminiscent of the Jets because you know what? It's never over till it's over. That Bills defense is so good. Oh my gosh, and they've been good for a while now too. I just. I, I just I don't know I, it brings a tear to my eye. They still don't have Trey White. And the, and the, exactly they still don't have Trey White. And then Stephon Diggs is out here doing what he's doing and he's I ain't doing the. Lie. Uh, that know. was the yo. We were talking about it in the iPhone chat. Yo, we was like, yo, there's no way John loses this. I loses sat this shit, here. Son. I literally Sunday night. I looked at the shit and I went. I'm. I was like, mind you, Lamar Jackson scored 43 points. Mm-hmm. I sat here and went. I'm only up by 40. He has two left to play. At least I have Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis. Mm-hmm. He going to do something. Motherfucker mm-hmm. like throwing touchdowns to Gabe Davis. Mm-hmm. That shit even it out. But here I am going. I sat here. I was like, I, I literally went, I was like, I think it's going to end up finishing a lot closer than people think. But I was like, I was like, it's not like Diggs is going to score 40. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he ain't score 40. I think it's going to 39. <laughs> 39. I sat here, I was like, as soon as I got that notification at 6 o'clock on Monday that Gabriel Davis was playing, I was like, I'm going to lose. I was like, I'm going to lose. So here's the thing, right? Like, Um, bro. I didn't, I couldn't look at my fantasy stuff because I was working like all day Sunday. So I had no idea how much I was losing to John by until like, uh, until like halfway through. uh, People didn't have good days for me. It was just Lamar. Like, that was like, I, I didn't know I was losing like that until halfway through the Monday night game. I looked, I'm like, oh, shit, I'm losing. I'm probably going to lose to John this week. Then I like, kind of turned it off, got to go do something. John, I feel your pain wholeheartedly because in my other league, I was up 40 points going into the Monday night, and my buddy had Stephon Diggs and Tyler Bass. This uh, is dumb and shit. And he beat me. On some bullshit. And then um, uh, last game, Eagles-Vikings. Uh yeah, uh, Kirk Cousins hates prime time. Like, yeah. Kirk, he is just awful every year, dog. in prime time. Stop putting bro. that man on prime. Put bro. him at 1 p.m. and 4 p.m. starts bro. only. You bro, know how he, tough bro. it is because they people are like, I want to see Jettas in prime time. I want to see Jettas in prime time. <laughs> Pat P, I for, totally forgot two Pat Pete. Two and ten on Monday Night Football in his career. Yo, two saw, and ten. I was at the gym today, and I saw um, something at ESPN. It's seriously, they were talking about it, and they were like, is Kirk Cousins going to hold the Vikings back? Yes! The fuck kind of question is that? <laughs> yes! yes. We've literally been saying like, this what? for, like, years now. Um, but, yeah, no, that was impressive win by the Eagles. Very dominant. Um, was I, it? <laughs> that, that dominant win. Yeah, definitely. At home? Yeah. You know, I, think they played, seven I think they played well, but Kirk all, also just continued to throw to the defense. Well, I mean— Let's well, see, a lot of those picks were not—listen, um, Slay made some great plays. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to take that away from him. Got away, a with, lot of got those, away with some stuff, A too. lot of those were some real easy picks. Oh, I think yes. one of us could have made a lot of those picks. Hey, yo, come on. Relax. I could, nah, uh, he, right, right, he could have made some bad throws. I mean, he made some bad throws. He made some real The last bro. two drives, he was trying to force feed Justin Jefferson, which is like, you know, he couldn't do shit else. That's all. That's, that was his last resort. He made some real bad throws. I will say, though, the game changes if that dude doesn't drop that touchdown. Right. Yeah. I think that changes the whole complexion of the game. We talk about that shit all fucking day. The game changes Marcus Williams catches his third pick. Which was the easiest one? 
There was no there was no score in the second half. It was like the the, the halftime score was the was the full time score. That's why I don't want to say it's a super dominant win by the offense because of that reason. It was I, a super this dominant win by the Eagles in general. I think though. it was a good win. But like to impressed. me, dominant win is what the Bills did to the Titans. That's a dominant win by the offense. Right? If we managed to finish the game, that was a dominant win by our offense. Right? But like because of that, in the sense of like I don't like of how badly the Vikings offense played mm. and they won by what, seventeen? Seventeen, something like that. Yeah. Like mm. I think the Eagles played really well. I still don't think they reached their final form. But oh, like, no. That's why it's like I don't even know like how but good a better quarterback probably makes it a little closer. Like I don't know how good their Kirk's defense really good. is because like they let they allowed the Lions in week one yeah, to, to come back, up. you know, and they put up thirty five on them. And they were up, you know, probably a possession away from from winning that game. So Well, we actually got the Eagles in one of our um prime time picks. I think uh, I is don't it time? Yeah, I, I think it's time. I was it's gonna say our time. rapid fire was not very rapid this week. This was very this was a very detailed. I blame rapid John fire. talking about his fantasy team. Well that's that's right. fair. that's perfectly fair. What's up, y'all? And we are back with our week three edition of our primetime picks featuring your boy Worldwide West. We outside with it. Yo, our top dog last week, JT. You had it, you had you had a pretty good week, my G. Three and one. Matt, so sorry. Uh one and three. Me and John tied at two and two. But uh let's have a good week, y'all. And we're gonna start it off right. We actually were just talking about this game. Uh, we gonna see what the Eagles is for real, for real about. They're at the Commanders on Sunday. I'm going with the Commanders. I'm I'm going with the Eagles. Um, I know the Commanders are at home. Carson Wentz revenge game and all that. But um, I just think that the the Eagles offense should be flexing here a little bit against a weaker Commanders defense. Mm-hmm. We're going Eagles. Give me my old team, the it Eagles. Is. I hope this one don't bite me in my butt. Ooh, this is going to be a good one. We got the Buffalo Bills at the Miami Dolphins. Two undefeated teams. Division game. This good. This going to get so weird, bro. Yeah, I think the game will be better than it has been previously, but I think the, the Bills are going to bring the Dolphins back down there. Tough. You know, I'm feeling a little bold this week, man. Yeah, Give me, I feel a little bold this week, man. I don't know, man. Mike Mike McDaniel's got you know. So that Mike McDaniel cool. You talking all that shit when I talked about Mike McDaniel being in the season? I did, I did, so I did, shit. I did, and now here I am. I'm feeling all like right. this, bro. You know what? Now nah, I gotta fuck with the Dolphins, bro. I gotta I gotta ride the hot hand, but the other hot hand. Knowing everything that I know about the Bills, I know. I think man. There's a lukewarm hand and a hot hand. This is it. We gonna see who guarding that man. All right, go ahead, Justin. You up? You talking too much? What did John go with? The Bills. Damn it. All right, I'm going with the Bills. <laughs> and uh, they about to, and I think it's not going to be close. Really? I think the Bills, I think it's just, uh, another statement. Like, Monday night was a statement game for uh, the Bills. This is another statement. Like, as in, yeah, it's cute, but we still run the AFC East. Okay, heard. Man. Give, me the, give me the Bills. Damn. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. We jumping through tables. I think after what the Dolphins did this week, everyone will understand that you need two safety help. There so. it is. Okay, fair enough. All right, so we got the Rams at the Cardinals, another division game. Give me the Rams. I think the Rams. I, I think the Rams win. I'm still just not 
confident in the Cardinals right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I still also don't think the, the Cardinals are good, and I think the Rams really got to get their shit together, and this is their week that they, they that they get their shit together. Yeah. Give me the give me the Rams too, man. I think um, you know, this is where this is where they really hit their stride. They had a they had a bad offensive week the first week, they had a bad defensive week the second week. So let's let us let us see what they really rocking with this week. Matt, what's your, what's the word? I gotta stick with the Rams. There it is. I can see the Rams having a season similar to the Bucks last year where everything was like super questionable and then they just got their shit together and still would like win games somehow, and then mm-hmm. the veterans come on towards the end of the season, you know? Fair enough. Then we got the Packers at the Bucks. I actually have a lot to say about this game, but the only thing that I will say is that Brady's gonna win this shit. I'm going Packers because the the Bucks are super banged up on offense. I don't think I think it's gonna be a gross game though. You think it's gonna be gross? Like yeah. this is like a 10-3 like kind of joint. Not not that gross, but I just don't think it's gonna be good football. Like I think there'll be. Some level of scoring. I mean, the, the again, the Bucks defense is really good. That I could see. But like, yeah. it, it's just gonna be an ugly game. I'm not even mad at that. Yeah, the uh, I'll take the Buccaneers in that. Uh, they their defense is legit right now. Uh, they lock down the Saints, who have more weapons, I would say, across the board than the Packers right now, who are still trying to find themselves offensively. Yeah, Obviously, they got you know. Jameis. No, but I'm saying like, obviously, you know, you have like Aaron Jones, but at the same time, like wide receiver thing is still a mystery right now. Yeah, you got Cobb back, you got Lazard, but outside of those two, where else is he throwing the football right now? So AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones. You know, I, I, I'll, I'll trust the Bucks defense right now. It's cute for now. Matt. Give me the cheese heads. There it is. Fully divided. Yes. A house divided cannot stand. I mean, well, yeah, that's the only game that y'all pick different. I pick different only off for majority of these games. So, whatever. I'm rooting for a lot of dogs this week. But. Well, we know you like feet. <sighs> that I do. <laughs> and keep up with us, man. Primetime picks, dog. We picking these shits. I'm about to win this shit again, man. Come on, let's go. Please, you wouldn't have won if we didn't take two weeks off of last year. Well, guess what, John? We did. You're right. We took the winter sabbatical. Keep the energy. All right. One last thing before we get into Anime Book Club. Um, we don't really need to go into it much more because we just talked about it mostly last week. Uh, if you guys want to hear us talk about it, um, last week's episode, we did talk about the, Ro- the Robert Sarver thing. And the NBA came around and are kind of like, hey, y'all got to sell the team, pack your bags and go. So did they say that, or he just taking that proactive? Stance? Nah, they said that Adam That's Silver. It, Adam they they Silver they, they, they put were, pressure on yeah. him to, to, to sell the nah. team. I guess after the like, and it, there was a lot of things. Like I read a, a really good athletic article talking about how it was like how poorly Adam Silver handled it and how out of character it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like it's it, it seems like it's happening. So I, I really wonder who's gonna emerge as like if it's gonna be someone notable ends up getting it but a lot of things are talking about and we'll talk about it probably to get closer to basketball season was how like a new owner can really change like that the that franchise that's free agent destination and so on yeah indeed. honestly i'm not even giving kudos to adam silver i think it was more because of all the sponsors that said they were pulling out yeah i don't really want to give credit because it was like all right you came around after being doing something really stupid yeah. like but paypal it's like, came out and said like who is their the logo patch on their jersey yeah. was like yo we're not gonna be 
yeah. He's yeah. sticking around with you guys as long as he owns the team. Yeah, and that's that's just what it is, bro. A lot of these things are business decisions, and they made yeah. a business decision to get the get that nigga the fuck out of there. Yeah, like I I get you on that. Like I don't want to give like praise for Adam Silver for doing the thing that he should have done in the beginning, but like I'm just glad that it's happening. So with that, that's it for sports, and it is time for anime book club. If you guys did not know, we were watching Tokyo Revengers. Um, it's our second week doing it, so for this week we watched episodes four, five, and six, and um, I'm having a wonderful time. Um, I'm I'm remembering more and more things like as as we watch it. Uh, so again, like with shows like this, like I definitely want you guys to lead, but like it, it's one of those that there's like when I say I remember more and more things, there's still a lot that I don't. It's one of them where like I'm still getting caught by surprise on certain things and like Thanks. having a good time watching it. I will say that they've so far like they've stuck pretty true to the manga. Um, and yeah, like JC told me in the green room that he was like, it 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 took everything to not watch episode seven. Yeah, that um, shit was, <laughs> and that's what I want. Like, I love that. So episode four. Oh, also, right after um the next day or so, I was on TikTok. One of the first TikToks I opened my phone was someone saying that um Tokyo Avengers is just a sports anime for gangbangers. Oh. And that shit had me weak. What? <laughs> Not Yo, gonna lie. What the heck? But when you first said gangbangers, I was like, wait, there, this is TV 14. That's what I said too. And then, and I, then thought I, I was like, oh, wait a second. Now I kind of realize what it is because this is a lot of gang uh, yeah. gang activity going on. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think that's such an accurate <laughs> way to describe it. But uh, yeah, episode four, man. Um, it, I think there's a lot of, like, my, my notes here about, like, hindsight working like maturity working mm-hmm. where like his interaction with uh Hina and stuff like that I also was like this is the first time there's fireworks at the end at the beginning of a season or not the end of a season there's usually some sort of fireworks or festivals at the end of shows like at the climax and stuff like that mm-hmm. well remember there was technically like she died at a street fair we just didn't see it yeah no but I'm saying like usually like at the end of a show or the end of the movie it's the festival where you have fire it's a summer festival and like all ah, that yes. shit um yeah, and then my dumbass son ended up holding hands at Nalto. It's <laughs> like, the hell are you doing here? He said, my son was he said, fed he said up. bro, oh, you're not dead ass, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, <laughs> brought my son back to the president is like, oh, uh, actually, yeah, this, the, you was right about everything that you. My son was stressed. He was like, I was about to make moves with your sister, dog. And, yep. and now, now look at me. Hmm. Also, my son hit Dutty Rye's house. Yeah, yeah that was that was bad. Wait, but it, also question: Is it only be? I mean, I know it was dirty before, but mm. like, is it also because he's been gone for two weeks? Nah, I just think it's just been. It's just he, always yeah, been he dirty. Live like that. I mean, yeah, obviously the garbage Damn, bag. Bitch, you stuff, live like this, basically. <laughs> but it's weird because it didn't look like that in that open in the opening shot of the. the I mean, the, they just showed like the noodles and the like calendars and porn and shit. Mm. Yeah, but even then, you, you didn't see any like garbage bags around him. Yeah, but they also didn't show the whole place. That's true, but I mean, I don't know, because it looked like when he opened the door, it was garbage yeah. bags everywhere. There was a lot um, of shit going on up in that crib, bro. Yo, like, this episode is when um we, we get them trying to figure out how how, do, how can we talk to these people in present day? You know, like, he's he's updating him, and he goes to meet his best friend, Akun. Mm-hmm. Bro, Akun was strung out, boy. Bad. My son was still in the gang as a higher up. 
my son, like, you could tell he's been through a lot, man. Yeah, that nigga was like, he said, bro, you got money, you got hoes, like, yo, like, you know. And then when he broke it down, I was just like, yeah, man, money can't buy everything. I knew some shit was about to happen. Yeah, this was a, this is the uh, mm-hmm. anime equivalent of what you said earlier. He's like, yeah, the streets ain't uh, yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when it cracked up to me, the grass ain't greener on the <laughs> other side. Yo, me. When he said, bro, I was the one that pushed you. Oof. Were you guys expecting that one? Yeah. Because no, I didn't not, remember that. No. no, no, no. That was crazy. And then it got me thinking, like, I couldn't put the cues like, yo, you got to be able to go go into the past, right? And it's just him kind of crazy rambling, but we, we know there's truth to that. Um, And I honestly think that if he told him that, yeah, I could, he wouldn't have killed himself. Mm-hmm. Um, But you got to think, maybe, like, Naoto, like, was on to something where he knew he was the key. Yeah. You know, like right away, he was like, "All right, something's going on." That's why he ends up saving him. But um, that's that's crazy, man. And and you you find out, man. Like you see why I, my energy towards uh, Kasaki Teta in week one. Like that man is the devil, dog. Which one is Kasaki? Again? He's I, the one with the glasses. They were like that, the two leaders of the Tokyo Manji. The nigga with Mikey. the sleep back hair, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And cheesing all the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, he looked and, familiar. Like he was on that roof. Yeah, he was. Hakun jump, bro. Mm-hmm. So he know. Yeah, he know something. Then we find out Draken died. Draken. And they're Draken. And they're just out here like, bro, Mikey wasn't the same after he died. And we get we get again. We're just like, this just being a love story. Where my son Hakun went, yo, like you're really going to the past to try and save these people. Like, that's love, bro. That's yep. love. He ain't get enough of it. Shout out to Jay-Z. Wow. And chopped off the roof, bro. This guy. One of the most middest verses of all time. Hey, yo. Jay-Z's monster verse was ass. Yeah. But it's also interesting because he said Mikey has like basically been MIA for like mm-hmm. years. So I haven't seen him in three years. Yeah. So crazy, man. Dang. That's nah. pretty much it for episode four. But now yeah, about. it was um one yeah, of the I things that more, I, I yeah, you can go, go ahead. Nah, I was gonna say I think like the more bulk of like the actual plot and then like what's actually being broken down kind of gets gets explained in like episode five and six, really. Yeah, I, I think uh, the, the one thing that they tissue. showed in episode four that I really like is um, they're allowing plot to progress in both the present and in the, the past. Yeah, in the, yeah, Where I feel like a lot of shows where you do things that are flashbacks or like in the past, everything happens in the past and they just like go back to the future and everything mm-hmm. is sorted out. Yeah. Like, Thanks. so I like that, you know, there's a good balance so far. Yeah, it's because my man's got the got the ability to, go, to jump back and forth between it. Like, he can go from one spot to the next, like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm trying. All right, so here's and it's not an easy fix. Yeah. It's not like, I do this one thing and I come back and everything worked out. Yeah. Like, cause I do this one thing and it's like, fuck, my exactly. best friend just killed himself. It's like time passes concurrently. Like, that mm-hmm. part about it I like. It's not like you can just, that. that's what that's what makes the, like, time travel in general is a broken ability. Mm-hmm. But they make it not broken by saying you can only go back exactly 12 years in the past mm-hmm. that's what makes it a lot more like hmm you gotta strategize with this shit a little yeah, bit yeah so more. you gotta think about how you spend your time in the present mm-hmm. but then if he's old, if he's going back in the past right and he's changing shit up wouldn't Naoto be experiencing these changes in any sort of way like what happens with him when while he's in while Takamichi is in suspended animation in the past doing whatever Naoto's in the present you know, continuing his yeah. investigation yeah. shit. But, like, if stuff is changing back then, isn't stuff changing also now? Well, I co- the only thing that I can say in regards to that is that if um, if the, whatever's happening in the past, there may not be significant enough events that's changing the future. 
Like the same way that like slight events could change the future, there could be events that don't affect the future at all, regardless of the outcome. So mm-hmm. that might just be what's happening right now. And then whenever, and I don't know how this shit is about to end, but however shit changes r- drastically, then that could change what like future events, like people dying and like that whole thing. You know what I'm I, saying? I think it's almost like the ripple thing where it's like after a while it'll dissipate. So if like if it's not something that will directly affect Naoto, like yes, the future has changed to some capacity, but like at the same time a lot of it will still stay the same. Right? Like let's like for example, like there's there's things that will directly affect him, right? Like for example, him telling his sister and him telling him that, yo, you and your sister died this day. Right? Where he we know that it changed him where he became interested in becoming a cop and doing all that stuff, right? But there's also things that like really play no part in his life, like the things that went on in the inner workings of the gang. Yeah. Um, he just knows that he has to get older and figure out what's going on at that day. But like, that's the, what happens in that gang does not affect his day to day at all. Mm. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Like, all right, if so, at this point in the show, now we figure out, okay, so Draken died. Now his plan is to go back and save Draken. Mm-hmm. So if he ends up doing something in the past that saves Draken, that means Draken probably is alive in this day and age, which means a lot of shit is different because for multiple reasons and et cetera, et cetera. So I guess mm-hmm. my if I had to make a guess, I don't think we're going back to the present anytime soon. I think the next okay. like few episodes we probably gonna stay in the past, you know. Huh? But yeah, move I guess moving on to Yeah, episode, episode five. Um five, I also yeah. thought about how like I guess like I wonder if like he shook his hand when they were outside. So his man's just slumped on the floor. That's what <laughs> like, I thought he's, too. he's just gotta pick him up and carry I, him. I home. think he just like he yeah. probably just excuse like, Oh yeah, he passed out. Yeah. Um my son was in the cut when he came back to the past. Yeah. My son was in the cut about to get his dick wet and fumble the bag. Yeah, that was crazy. I was like, look, nigga like me, I just been like, hey. That's JT's favorite thing to say. A nigga like hey, me, hey, yo, at the <laughs> start of any sentence, anything that's related to anything. Bro, anytime like, there's any form of boobs in an anime, <laughs> yo, that's just what saying, JT if comes it was, with. If it was me, though, oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, if it was me, look, look, like he ran out, I wouldn't let that shit happen to me. But if it was me, I would have handled that situation a lot differently, especially <laughs> me. Then again, then again, here's where it gets a slippery slope, right? Because, all right, he leaves, he runs out. He's in the red light district, right, or whatever. And then he runs out, and he's like, ah. Then she runs into uh, Hina. Hina. And she's like, yo, what you doing out here? Like, the hell's going on? He's like, oh, what are you doing? What are you doing? He's like, I'm walking home from uh, after school. school. Yeah, yeah, like, what are you doing? I do like how, how they how they kind of like uh, address the situation. How like when he goes back to the mm. future, she notices. She notices the change because then his present, his past body is act has no idea what the acting hell is going real on. Real unusual. Yeah, just starts acting cold to her, and then also I noticed she was like, "Yo, yeah, you act like an adult now. Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy." I kind of noticed that in the other, like in the erased when he was going back, and mm-hmm. he was like, and even like some of the characters were like, yo, "The mom was like, yeah, you're like, yo, there's something different about you. Like you just be going about stuff like mad mature." Yeah. yeah. The one thing I love, my favorite thing about anime is that they'll they'll do things to make sure that like to to emphasize certain points. They won't just say it once. Well, they'll say certain things once, but like things like that, they'll like you know they'll give you that little like gem or Easter egg mm-hmm. there. Yep. Um, then he got summoned. He was like, <laughs> I think a Draken was like, yo, bro, we meeting right here. Pull up. Yeah. Nah, bro, come on. I'm chilling. Nah. <laughs> nah. Right now. <laughs> oh, man. Nah. You know what had me weak, bro? When he get there and like he gets pressed and Cisco's violence is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the uh, one of the street captains comes up and be like, yo, bro, you putting hands on the, the boss's special guest? Yeah. What's wrong with you? Yeah, like, what's good, bro? 
Yeah, so we, start, we start meeting the other captains, the division captains and stuff like that. So we meet Mitsuya as the second division cap. Nah, um, niggas pull up on uh, <laughs> niggas pull up. They're like, "Yo, you brought wifey with you? Yeah, <laughs> what was right. you doing?" Nah, but she wifey a real one because she was just like, "Yeah, he not was like, yeah, I'm outside with you, bro." Yeah. Like, Word, he was like, "Nah, I gotta go take care of some business." No, like, we have to take care of some business. Bro. Yeah, she was with the bullshit. And nah. then it all went south. Yeah, yeah that's wild. <laughs> Yo, I ain't gonna lie. She had no no business putting hands on son because I know one thing. She invited herself today. You no, 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 no. Because look, so Draken is like, "Yo, all right, that's respectable." Yo, Shorty, this is Sonata. You gonna watch out for her, etc., yeah. etc. Et <laughs> she pulls up. Oh, that's she was crazy. Like, hey, <laughs> hey, I just saw you, Sonata. Fuck, she. Fuck, you mean this bitch just saw you? Oh, Yo, nah, was... she she beat him like that's a there's a lot of moments in One Piece where that happens where someone says some dumb shit and it just goes black and he's out here like mad lumps and shit. And I was like fucking past Takamichi is an idiot, bro. But um, so now I we get know her. how I he got in that situation. I can't remember her. Um, well, she kind of talks about. It. I can't remember her name, but she goes. Honestly, she was like, well, you didn't really do anything. Yeah. I was really trying to do it because, like, and she says she was trying to get Drakken's attention pretty much. Yeah. She was like, bro, all he talks about is gang shit and Mikey. Like, he not paying me no mind. So, at, also, at this point, at this point, these niggas still in middle school. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, how big are these middle schoolers? So, niggas is, like, 13, 14 years old, right? I ain't First of all, Drakken need to be on the, on the Japanese national team for basketball. I don't care. That, that nigga big as shit. That nigga is big as shit. Also... Got this thirteen-year-old thought, thought he out here. First of all, like she, she pushed the button. She was like, "Yeah, we're gonna need more drinks in thirty more minutes." I'm like, "Wait a minute." Listen, all these niggas is young, bro. Like every every nigga in anime no is young, sense. bro. Yo, I just saw a meme, bro. <laughs> Yo, it's crazy. It was talking about Gohan, about like how he, how he used to be getting ragged when he was a kid. Like no one of the nigga wanted to retire early, bro. Yeah, he he had to go through it with his his real dad, Piccolo. And then, <laughs> And then he fucking was the strongest in the universe at one point. Yep. I just don't get it, though. Like, if these niggas is in middle school, how do all these niggas got jackets? How do all these niggas got motorcycles? Where are they getting the money for this stuff from? The streets. Pen. Somebody got to be funding this shit. Like, and how do they first start getting this shit? The streets trapping. This is ridiculous. But, but no, but at the time, niggas wasn't in the illegal shit. That don't mean they don't be robbing people and shit. You don't know that. They could just beat up another gang and take their money. I or, guess. Or, like, how, what does gang should go? Protection fees. Mm. True. You know? There's, True. A, there's a lot of ways that they can make money. Um, also, they might just have a man who's good at sewing. True. No, but if I'm saying the motorcycles, every nigga in the crew got a motorcycle. All of them. Every nigga got a motorcycle. Yeah, man. Them niggas rolled deep. Like, yeah, it was like 50 niggas here. there. But, and um, on top of that, right, now they're going to talk about, yo, the Mobius gang beat up one of our mans and beat up his girl and raped her in front of him damn, and, and beat up his parents. I was like, damn, these niggas is Beat up crazy. the siblings and parents, bro. I was like, parents. yo, they're really bad people, bro. Yeah, Mind you, they lie. were like, yeah, what did he do? He was like, I don't know. They just had a misunderstanding. I'm like, well, it has to have been some crazy like, misunderstanding. Like, like how big of a, like, like, what is, like, what is this, a misunderstanding? And I thought, damn. What did he do to make them niggas so mad? <laughs> yeah. Also, here we get another taste of like how Mikey is really like the baddest man alive, gone. and he's an entire child. Right. Like you know, well, when he's like children. following him around and shit like that. Mm -hmm. Like that's where <laughs> where he's out here. Like, yo, someone's gotta pay. Where's my flag on my kids' <laughs> meal, though? 
Yeah, he, he was like, I only come here for the flag, bro. He's like, yo, yeah. Mikey, relax. I, I got think, you. Um, Yay. <laughs> I think the 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 maturity kind of situation plays into it because I think based off of it, I think Ken and Mikey, I think they're both the same age. No. They're not. I think he's a year younger. Mikey is Mikey's younger, younger than Ken. Mikey yeah. is younger than Ken. Okay, so Mikey's younger than Ken, even though them niggas basically Okay, fine. Yeah, they're basically like a year. They, yeah, they're both, they both Ken was, is a year older. But they basically was in elementary school at the yes. same time. Yes. Okay, fine. So it's just wild because I and I think it's probably because Ken obviously we learn more about his backstory in the next yeah. episode. But he's so like mature based off mm-hmm. of like all of the, the this this shit. And like Mikey, he's obviously the type the top dog in the organization. Yeah. But even Ken gotta break down to niggas like exactly like what's going on. And you know that th- that he gotta do that because um in the hospital not, scene. In the hospital scene. Yeah. The hospital scene when even um Takamichi. Takamichi He's he's like yo like he like he wasn't wrong why is he apologizing why mm-hmm. is he bowing and then after Ken breaks it down he's like oh okay yeah bro like I I have on um, in my notes like Ken keeps Mikey connected to the rest of the world mm. like one of the things and um we see it more in the next episode um where they have the flashback of like Mikey always has dead eyes yep. dead yeah. eyes are always apparent in anime. And it's very much he's just in his own world and doing his own thing. So it makes sense when you go, oh, when, when Ken died, like, it changed him. But, like, you see where it's, like, part of it and part of the relationship is, like, Ken keeps him grounded and keeps him connected to the people around him. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, Dragon, Dragon a real OG, bro. Even Takamichi was like, he was like, yeah, I realize now why he changed. He was his heart. He's yeah. the reason why he has compassion and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like, but, nah, yeah. Yeah, now nah, this was a good situation because it really did give good insight as to like, okay, well, we know that them two niggas didn't have problems with each other. And it proved because the original plan was like, oh, yeah, they had beef, and that's why he died. Yeah, it was they like, said nah, he died like, in, a, in a dispute between dispute the two of them. was like, but, 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 mm-hmm. but, episode six, now I feel like maybe it could have been a little truth to that statement. Listen, episode six, right? So it starts off with uh, Ken's backstory. My son got tattered which in fifth grade. Great, which is a great like, fucking backstory. Nah, yeah, bro. <laughs> Nigga got the Dr. Evil backstory for real, for yeah. real. <laughs> my son was out here like, I don't know who my dad was. My mom was a prostitute. She left me when I was two. I grew up in a brothel. I think the bar was, he was like, when I got to school, like, I grew up around pink towels and lube my whole life. That's... Nah, when he was that explains for, why he's so mature though. The fact that yeah, there was that's, like... Yeah, that's what, that's what I was getting at before too. The hose dead came in to work. I was like, hey, make sure you get off to school and learn. Oh, also, do you want a rub and tug before? I yeah, was like, they were definitely what? half joking. That if he was like, yeah, that would be great. They'd probably, okay, cool. <laughs> like, this shit was hilarious. Nigga came to the school, like, oh, shit, what up, what up, Ken? The way everyone nah, bowed to him when he pulled dropped, up, bro. Yeah. yeah, I was like, that's mad dick eating. My son was like, yo, I got this tattoo. I'm going to go show this shit off. Just punches a random motherfucker in the face. Uh, I don't and know. goes, hey, if you see this tattoo, you better run. But I thought it was good that they kind of like, not humanized him, but like kid. Yeah. Kid hit him because the, he went to the tattoo artist, mad serious. And the tattoo artist was like, yo, you know this shit's going to hurt. He was mm-hmm. like, it's, it's what, bro, I'm bad as fuck. It's not going to hurt. That nigga was in there <laughs> like, ah! <laughs> but also, he said, you say you a man, schoolers. right? Where your y'all, mama now, nigga? Where your mama now? Listen, y'all high schoolers, stop getting tattoos, please. High school, that nigga was in elementary no, school. No, I'm saying, there's mad high schoolers now in real life getting hella tattoos that regret that shit when they get old. I don't know a single person who got a tattoo in high school that wasn't like a memorial tattoo 
that doesn't regret but it. But, John, how are they going to get recruited by these D1 schools without tattoos? You're right. How um, will the coaches know that they are D1 ready? <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, like my son, and, and he was really on some Finley shit. Like, he just liked to fight. Bro, my son I, went, yo, yo Mikey's, Mikey's got a reputation. I just hope we could fight just one time for the one time. I got to see how strong he is. My son said... Yeah, he was like, I had to listen to these motherfuckers because he was like, they literally beat the pants off they me. They beat one me time. up, so I had to, I had to do what they got to say. Yeah. Hey, yo, you know, uh, can they Mikey? Oh yeah, he right over there. Hey, Mikey. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Nigga, like four foot seven, <laughs> walking up with his uh, tootsie pop. <laughs> hey, what's up? What's going on? I'm Mikey. <laughs> oh yeah, so, some some of my niggas want to talk to you. I bet. Let's go. He was nah. like, you asked. I'm gonna pull up. I'm pull up. You was nice to me. You know, it is what it is. <laughs> Get to there. Get they get there. He said, "Oh, you was a nigga that was talking shit, right? Oh, you was oh. asking about me, right? Oh, no, it was him warming up. It was just like, oh, this is Mikey, and he's just warming up. Uh, let me stretch I, real quick. I ain't gonna lie. Like they sparring, kick niggas in the chest. He sparring, no, kick the nigga oh, in yeah. the face. Yeah, bro, in the face. Like, in the face. He this man broke that nigga's seat then, and had the worst lollipop flavor. Like you know he's Great. a menace. You know he's I a menace. That was he, chocolate. It just looked like a I thought that was chocolate a whack. Exactly. It oh, like wait, a... so we don't like the chocolate Tootsie Pop? No. Oh. That shit is trash. Does it, you thought it was chocolate? Wait, that, wait. Oh, I thought I was feeling you. What? <laughs> oh, that's nuts. I'm the munch. Um. Anyways, <laughs> Um. what flavor did y'all think it was? Because I thought it was great. I thought it was I chocolate. Thought it was chocolate. Chocolate? So now niggas don't like chocolate lollipops? That's cool. I, no. I mean that's fine, you know. Chocolate, I I just rather have chocolate than something I just don't think it makes flavored. any sense if the if the filling is chocolate. You know what? Why would I want like blueberry? That just feels weird. It just doesn't... that's all the <sighs> yeah. Tootsie Pops. They're all a like candy. Yeah, I that's... don't want like, certain flavors mixing with chocolate. Though. You just want Tootsie covered in Tootsie? Damn right. Ugh, that's disgusting. That's, I need I need all nasty, John. Bro. I need it all chocolate. That's disgusting. All of it. That's I need the outside so chocolate. And I need the inside chocolate. Please. Looking like roast beef. <laughs> that's disgusting. But yeah, my son Mike hit the worst lollipop flavor and really just kicked him in the face. And he went allegedly. He, he he sat here and went. He was like, "Yo, why are y'all listening to these pussies who got to gang up on people to fight them?" Mm, that's true. Valid like, points for me. He sat here and went, "None of y'all shoot the fair one, huh?" Mm. <laughs> like, and it really took seeing son bust mad ass for him to realize, like, all right, this Mikey nigga is kind of hard. I fuck yeah, with, bro. Pause. I'm sorry. That's a reflex. <laughs> All right, moving on. We're still in episode six, but cool backstory. Now we get to understand why Draken is the way he is. He's basically been mm-hmm. an adult since he was five years old. Yeah, man. Um, so he has just a way about him. That's why, like, he every time fast. I see him, I'm like, yo, like, that's an adult. That's yeah. an adult in a kid's body. He even said he was like, I was always tall, so he probably got treated like he was older because he was tall and because he grew up in such a mature environment. Like, that's what it was. I think it was Kevin Garnett to the shits. And it wasn't like he was out here, um, like, even when he was... At the brothel, it wasn't like he was just being there for free. Like, he did work for them. Yeah, he worked, yeah. Like, you so know what I mean? that little work yeah. board and stuff like that. So. so he was doing actual shit, but, like, now Takamichi's out here. This is when he goes back uh, to the to the present. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we got to meet the leader of Mobius and do all these things, and we got to stop this from happening. And mm-hmm. that shit, shit gets a little a little twisted here. You meet the leader of Mobius, that's just a regular-ass construction worker. That yeah, nigga, yeah, that nigga said, yo, I'm removed from that life. He said, yo, whatever the fuck you thought happened with son, that's not what happened. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, It wasn't supposed to go down like that. Yeah. He wasn't supposed to die. Like, so I yeah. had to convince Nauto that like it wasn't Drak and a Mikey fight. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. And then there we get, And then there we go. My son had to jump back to the past. 
That was Yo, a very sick. We can't fight these niggas. <laughs> you know, the one dude was like, "Fuck you, mean we can't fight? They beat and up just my st- boy." And just started beating the niggas' ass relentlessly. Hey, my son, my son Takamichi still got that will of fire, bro. Yeah. And that's what Draken noticed because yeah. he was like, "Yo." If Takamichi's really not going to back down from this, he must have a really good reason as yeah. to why we shouldn't fight these niggas. But, unfortunately, but this is why I said, the Pipot, like, here's, here's where I think it, it's still my whole true, because he was like, but then, what do you call it? Mike, oh, he was stare like, down? Mike was like, yo, are you defying, like, the Toman? He yeah. was like, yeah. He said, he was like, I didn't say that. I didn't he was say like, it. He was like, I'm not going against Toman. I just think it's a bad idea. I just think we should hear him out pretty much. Yeah. You see the clash, yeah. and then the, the next part kind of saves it. I but. think I think uh, the worst part is every time my son be going to the past and has something good to say, he has to be like, I can't tell you why. And the moment you say that shit, everyone's like, Well, then if you can't tell us why. Then if you can't those, tell us why, then it can't then, be that then, serious. Yeah, right. Like, so, yeah. And then... Mobius out here like you rang. Nah, was it was his name Asanai? Asanai, yeah. Asanai pulled up with the slick red jacket, Bad. the very nicely combed hair, <laughs> mad hair gel in there, Weave. and was like, "Yo, uh, we y'all was I heard y'all was looking for a nigga, <laughs> nigga. What was his name? Pa? Yeah, Pa, pa came up. Yo, <laughs> you messing my man's? It's always funny in anime when like a tough guy." Gets absolutely bitched by oh. another dude that you don't think is tough, but it's like, oh my god, he's my strong as said, shit. He was like, don't forget, I'm a high school. That's Mister Bastard to you. Two generations. So I'm like, damn. So it's middle schoolers beefing with high schoolers. That's hilarious. And they pulled up with even better looking jackets. They was all synchronized, looking like backup dancers. I mean, it was it was right, crazy. They, they had the translation of what their jacket said on it. That shit was mad funny. I can't remember what it was though. Yeah, oh, I can't remember either. It's like they, man, did, they did say it's like it, man of stature or some shit like that. It was like it was translated. Everything, Everything. The fuck. It was mad shit. I heard y'all was trying to fight. Oh, that's cool. I brought my crew. Let's do this now. Oh no. He was like, we ain't gonna wait. <laughs> why wait till why wait till Saturday? It's Tuesday. Let's do it now. Oh no, bro. Yeah, episode seven, man. I just wanna know how they get out of this situation, bro. Yeah. It's, it's looking real bleak right now. I'm not gonna lie, my boy. I don't know how they gonna get out of this one. This is a tough situation. It's a yeah, sticky, man. sticky situation. Also, um, going back to episode five, I don't know why this is funny to me, but them referring to uh, Hina and then Draken's girl as wifey, like, I honestly thought that was just a black culture thing. Like, I did as didn't know any other culture or anything, anybody else considered, like, a sniff and other Well, maybe wifey. they're low-key being yeah. racist, and they were like, yeah, he's for the streets. So who else is for the streets? And you also got to think, this is a relatively new anime, too, so it's 2017. Yeah, I don't remember them saying yeah. it. Oh, okay. This came out, like, if not last fall, like this spring. Okay. Um, it's the even the manga isn't that old. I don't think so. I don't remember. I don't remember if they say wifey in the manga. Okay. Uh, that's what I'm just saying. I'm like, damn, that's kind of interesting because like that ass, I only know black people that consider and yeah. like some Hispanics that consider their girls wifey. I don't know any other culture that yeah. that that be that be doing that. For the most part, like everything's been pretty pretty close to the manga as well. Um. But yeah, that's that's an interesting tidbit. But I think it makes it more personable. It makes it more fun, um, especially out there. Like yeah, like yo, look after Shoddy. Like I know that's his girl. You know what I mean? Even though present Takamichi just fucking shit up. Yeah, we still haven't seen him interact with his parents, which I think we've seen him in his house now because he was getting ready for school and he was you know bleaching the hair. But we haven't seen him interact with his parents. I I really just for shits and giggles want to know like how that's going about and how if he talks to them any different or what's going on cuz right now all we all I'm getting is that he got big Naruto vibes and yeah. he's just living on his own. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> where <laughs> are their parents? Is Kanye sending about three hundred dollars a month. Ever be my question, son? Like, where do niggas just be at? Like, how? Where do these niggas be Work. at when they say they doing all this and all that? <laughs> oh, when the church is relaxed. <laughs> Pretty right. much. <laughs> Pretty much. Niggas, apparently, really niggas that has to be in the bro. trenches. So, like, yep. you guys got any less us? This shit is lit. Somebody described this shit to me as fucking Dragon Ball Dragon Ball Z with no like overpoweredness. I don't see it. Like what? That, that's, maybe not yet. That's dumb because Dragon Ball Z is not a good show. Yeah, I, um, yeah. I, and this I, has I, a lot of plot. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say like this is very plot heavy. Like mm-hmm. more plot heavy than I anticipated for for like an anime that has yeah. Like you said so much violence. Right, but I'm fucking with this. But it's not like it's vi- it's super violence every episode. Like yeah, niggas yeah. getting fucked up, but niggas not getting fucked up like for for two thirds of the episode. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I'm 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 excited to continue watching. Like it's it's still like it's refreshing a lot of things. But um I just can't get over like that that scene where he seems Akun and Akun is like, bro, like yeah. you could tell he's going through it and to get Akun to the point where he was like, Yo, we're always gonna be friends, like no matter what happens, to the point that he tried to kill homie because he was so scared of Teta, bro. Mm-hmm. And we didn't even meet Teta yet. Thanks. Yes, yeah, so you guys are following along with us, watching another three episodes for next week. Uh so seven, eight, and nine. Um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. Be sure to follow us at Saratopi Sports on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Like the Facebook page. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, and you guys can follow me on Twitter at a friend in Narwhal or um, on Instagram at Move to Fit. Guys, yo, what's going on, y'all? Say now. Um, y'all can follow me on the Grand World I West underscore eleven. Uh, y'all can follow me on Twitter too. Just remove the eleven. Regular shit. Uh, you can follow me on the uh, Twitter, J underscore Thomas underscore 24. Um, and Nima told your people too. Matt? Follow me on Instagram, Regrown Recordings. Come on out. And we will catch y'all next week. I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins. I talk like a champion, like a champion.